This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast, featuring Colt Eastwood and Mag, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox newscast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome. Uh, my name's Cold Eastwood, and over here, I've got my buddy yes. Mag. How are you doing? Yes. We are Mag. What's going on, bro? Well, clearly, there's no gaming news that dropped in the last hour or so. So we're just going to talk about lasagna. We're going to talk about, um, you know, I don't know. We're going to <laughs> wait a minute. I, I got that too. Where is it? I don't know. Have you tried the lasagna? That's my favorite. <laughs> Have you tried the lasagna? That's my favorite. That's all we're going to talk about. We're not going to talk about any sequel games out there that may or may not be coming out in 2025. Nothing like that. But anyways, Sith Lord, I saw what you said, by the way. Uh, we hadn't even started the show. And he's like, the show be on time if Mag was on time. And I'm like, Mag was here. Okay. We, as a professional unit um, that's on Spotify, of course, please check us out on Spotify, is that we want to make sure that our levels and our mics are all good and everything is perfect every, for think... our lovely audience. Yeah, I think for once I have it. Yeah, but um, yeah, I was just getting a message. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, yes. Meg jumps on the thing. He's like, check, check, microphone, check. He's like, bro, when's the last time news broke right before the show? And we we're like, never. Oh, yes. So yeah, hit the it like button. never happens. <laughs> hit the like button if you're about to have a good time. Yeah, it never happens for us, bro. And I'm so excited. Yep. We've got a really great show. We're going to break down the Grand Theft Auto news, the trailer, all the information. We've, I've been researching it. Mag's been watching it over and over, salivating. Uh, but before we get in, we're also going to talk about Game Wars stuff, and there's a couple nuggets that are coming today. Shout out to Red Wolf, uh, Boss Mod, Lethal Papa, Happy Bomb, uh, great moderators and, and great people. Uh, 277, a lot of people. Thank you so much for being here. Mag, how have you been yes. this fine one day? Uh, actually, what's really funny is, uh, well, it wasn't funny at all. At the end of last week's show, I, I they, whatever, I got offline, I went upstairs, and I started getting ready for bed because it's late in this side, of the, in this neck of the woods, right? So I'm getting ready for bed and all that stuff. I'm like, man, I don't feel so great, but I'm like, all right, whatever, I'm just tired. And I woke up with COVID uh, the next day. So <gasps> I did, yeah. So I had COVID all the last week. So it was a, yeah, a real barrel of laughs. Let me tell you. I mean, I mean, that's the second or third time I got it, but. Uh, uh, you know, whatever it is, what it is. So I had COVID all week, so I missed a couple days of work, and um, I got to get some uh, uh, more than usual gaming in, which was wonderful. So I finally started Alan Wake properly. Uh, yeah, I know it. Eh? Uh, so I was doing that. I, I think I'm about five or six hours in. Great game. Um, now, however, I did hold off on playing more of it because I only play it when my wife is watching because she loves the story. So she's like. I need to watch this game. And she loves to sit there and watch me play the game. And she helps me out with like puzzles and stuff. Right. So anyways, oh, so I need that. that. <laughs> I'm yeah, so no dumb. Kidding. I need that, honey. My wife well. loves that stuff. She, she'll sit there and be like, go check the bookshelf. You know, like things like that. Right. So uh, she, she's great for that. She loves watching games. Like she watches them like movies. Um, anyways, 
I got. She goes, did you watch modern... your PS5 today? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I got Modern Warfare 3 for free last week. Nice. And guess what, folks? I actually really enjoyed it. I actually really enjoyed. I know it might. I know some people might be like I was the first one to complain about it. But I got to tell you, once I played the campaign, I don't know what the fuss was about with the campaign. It was long. It was like fourteen chapters, and the average Call of Duty campaign is about fifteen chapters, maybe sixteen. Do do you like do you like the dog biscuits? They're my favorite. Do you like hot fudge Sundays? Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't give him fudge. It'll kill it. You'll kill it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, do you like do you like just Sundays without the fudge? Um, anyways, listen, Modern Warfare Three. I really enjoyed the campaign. Like a ru- white Russian, hold the milk. Yeah, yeah, hold hold the milk. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun, and it was fourteen chapters. Like it was, I, I thought it was pretty meaty. I, I, I enjoyed it, and uh, some of the open whatever world missions and stuff, they were fun. I, I enjoyed myself, so I played through that. Uh, I played a little bit of the multiplayer. What do you give? Yeah. What do you give the? Uh... What do you give the campaign? Like, what kind of score would I you gave, give it? I gave it like an eight. I gave it an eight. I thought it was good. Um, now, there is one thing. The reason why I took away a point and a half for that is that you could clearly see that this was literally just glorified war zone. Yeah. Like the open world areas. Like you're going out there, you're grabbing stuff, you're you're you know you're loading up on like those you know those metal pl- you know the plates that you put into your body armor. So you you know that kind of stuff. I'm like, this is basically just war zone. But when you play the other missions, it was actually a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Now, mind you, I also got it for free, so maybe that had a lot to do with it. I'm not really 100% sure. Yeah, no All I know is that... Financial burden on it, yeah. Yeah, there was no financial burden on it, but you know what? I did really enjoy it. So I played a lot of that, and uh, I also dove into, uh, because I'm waiting for my wife again to finish Alan, getting to Alan Wake again, um, I'm about 15 hours into, maybe almost 20 hours into Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Um, oh, I'm yeah. a huge... Borderlands fan, dude. But it, it's a cool game. Yeah, it's it's unique. And once you get to where you can, you do a lot more throwing out spells and shooting. It, it's pretty unique. It's a pretty fun game. I, people shouldn't be uh, shouldn't be skipping it. This is Loki, by the way. No, this is uh, one of my one of my good friends. Uh, yeah, you went down, buddy. Yeah, he wants down. Yeah, yeah my, yeah, my, my kids uh... come get him if you start scratching at the door. <laughs> um, I, so yeah, uh, Tiny I, Tina's. I, I... Tiny Tina's. Now, here's the thing. I went to GameStop for something completely different. It was uh, something for my son. He was trading in something. He was getting something, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm standing there, and you know how they have, like, the bargain bin, like, right next to the, you know, right by the cash register or whatever. They usually have the bargain bin. And I'm, I'm just thumbing through it. And I'm like, like that, 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 I'm like, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I'm like, man, that's one Borderlands game I never got to play, right? So I pull it out, and I look at it. $13. A hundred percent it was a mistake, and I'll tell you why. If you go to the PlayStation Store right now, right now, at least in Canada, digitally, it's $89.99 still on the PS on the on the PlayStation Store. I went to the Xbox store. Yep. The Xbox store, not much better. It was $79.99. And I'm like, how is this game so full price? And I found it at GameStop and it was 13 bucks. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna argue. I'm just going to put it on the counter casually and look the other way like I'm robbing the place, right? So I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm just going to buy this. Uh, this uh, the guy's like, all right. He's like, all right, that'll be like fourteen fifty, bro. And I'm like, holy crap, did that just happen? I just got the game for like fourteen. Well, with tax, like it was fourteen fifty, And the game is still almost 100 bucks on the store. 
It was nuts. Anyways, so it's great. And if you're a Borderlands fan and you never got to play it, please go out and play it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, great little, uh, great little game. And uh, the only thing is that uh, you know Tiny Tina tends to like interfere a lot, and that that voice of hers. So I tend yeah. to turn it down. I turn it down the volume a little bit, and I listen to podcasts in the background while I'm playing in the open world. So, anyways, Colt Eastwood, what have you been playing, sir? Um, I gave a proper finish of Fallout Four. I sided with the Brotherhood. I went, and the Brotherhood goes, "We need you to go murder the railroad." I'm like, "But they're nice people," so I had to go into their location and just kill all of them, took all their stuff, and then I had to go to the Institute, murder everybody inside the underground lab, and then built Liberty Prime, and he was just hucking gigantic like uh nukes that were this big in the world he was like throwing them like footballs and just taking everybody out as he walked through the wasteland and then rolled the tr- credits like properly because uh th- that was i did that all last night and i was like crap man i think fallout 4 is one of my favorites behind you know this one over here so i've been doing that and waiting for uh avatar pan front tours of pandora and like there's it comes out in three days and marketing is like not saying a word so i think that game's gonna bomb but you know what i noticed that too it's bad what the hell what the what's going on with that i mean they were giving early they were giving early previews to got to big youtubers like two months ago which is always a great sign right so that's usually a good sign with it when they call people out to play it they're like okay this game must be good because if it wasn't good, they wouldn't invite anybody to their studios to go play it. And then, of course, let alone talk about it on their million sub channels, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> it's going to be bad. You know what I mean? It's going uh, like to be like a 68 Metacritic. And, um, you, think so? you think so? Yeah, and I hope I like it because I kind of want to just play that open world thing. You know, like just kind of bite down on that chewy goodness. But um, l- let's, let's just get in right. Let's just get right into it and talk about Grand Theft Auto 6. And before we do, I'll just say a couple hours before the show was about to go up, I was prepping everything, and the the trailer leaked by some hacker. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you in a minute how that kind of happens, but it leaked, <laughs> and Dreamcast guy's like, the trailer leaked, and he had it playing on Twitter, and I'm like, ah, and I scrolled out of the way. I'm like, I don't want to see it this way. It had a big logo over it that said, like, buy Bitcoin, and I'm like, I don't. That's not how I want to see it. Some low-grade quality uh, leaked version of the trailer that's supposed to come out tomorrow. Right. And so just moments after this, I was talking to Randall Thorne. He's like, they, Rockstar just went ahead and put it up. And they said, hey, it leaked. Here it is. And so what happened was... Well, yeah, why, why wait? Yeah. Yes. I want to talk about that as well. But what happened, Meg, was they put it up this morning as a premiere and had people waiting to watch it. And it's very possible that a staff member of YouTube probably got a very generous offer. They couldn't refuse from someone. Get me access to that. Download that for me and I'll pay you a nice amount. No one has to know. I think it came within YouTube that it wasn't like a rockstar internal leak that it was a, it was a YouTube employee behind the scenes because once you put up a video for premiere or unlisted or private, anybody in the, in a certain level of staff for YouTube is able to grab that, look at it and everything. It's not purely private. And there it is leaked at, uh, I don't know, two 30 or three o'clock in the afternoon on the, on the West coast. And, uh, the first thing I did was message you. I'm like, Mac, it's up. You can watch it. Like when it was official. Yep. I, I caught it within the first 10 minutes of it going up. So, uh, um, ironically, the internet did not 
crash and burn like I thought it was going to. Like I thought the whole internet was going to collapse with this game, but I, I'm assuming that uh, you know the infra infrastructure, <laughs> the internet infrastructure has improved over the years because you remember when a big trailer dropped like that, or like like a Star Wars trailer back in like 20 whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, everything would just die. Like the internet would just yeah. die because the whole world was trying to watch it. But smooth sailing, man. And uh, I watched it several times because I mean it's only a minute and a half. That's what I expected. About a minute twenty, minute twenty five. And um, we'll get like you know you can you can see the formula. It's the rock star formula. They're just gonna go with the teaser, which they just did now. You give you get the idea, you get the premise, you get the characters, and that's it. That's and and of course the location. And they show you the you know where you're gonna be, what's happening, uh, what the story vaguely is about, that kind of thing. So you set it all up, and then you let it sit and marinate for about six to eight months. You know that at E3 they're gonna drop trailer number two, and I don't mean E3. I mean, because well, E3 know. doesn't exist, but it's, yeah, the summer games time, like between June and like July there, when all the, you know, the big showcases happen, which used to be E3. So they're going to do the second trailer there. And that's when they do the story trailer, right? And you know, the story trailer is going to be the second one, just like GTA 5, GTA 4, and the rest of them, uh, Red Dead Redemption, all that. And then they'll go into the story of, you know, my name is blah, 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 blah. And I ended up here at da, 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 and blah, 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 right? And they're going to do all that. And then while they're doing that, they're going to hit story beats. And then they're going to show a lot of gameplay in the second trailer. Because that's usually what they do. They operate like that. And then we could already see that in the fall, they're going to start doing those little exposés. You know, like those five or ten minute videos where they're saying, in, and you know, they have the girl with the sexy yeah. voice going. Yeah, she goes, in Grand Theft Auto 6, you will be able to ride helicopters on top of the propellers. Or whatever, right? Like something stupid. You know, yeah. 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 Uh, and so I mean, they're going <laughs> to, Yeah. I'm asking the audience if they've seen the trailer by now because it's only a couple hours old and I don't want to spoil too much. Not even. But yeah, what is yeah? Well, yeah, I've actually got numbers on that. So 86% of you have seen the trailer. So what I will do is I put together a visual collage of uh, the screenshots I took at 4K and they're shrunk down to fit on a 1080p screen here. So what you're looking at, uh, where's my show? There we go. <laughs> What you're looking at is um, nine screenshots that I took of the trailer that's a minute and a half long. So it gives you an idea of the visual. I really want to break down, Mag, everything that this offers. And um, yep. I've got a bunch of bullet points to, to talk about it. But let me ask you first and foremost what you think of the visuals. Because, I mean, I don't just want to ask you a question, interview you. But when I, the, my first reaction was like, you're kind of getting the Red Dead 2 graphic fidelity at a bigger yeah. scale. So what was your first impression when you saw the, the visuals? You know, the funny thing, that you, now that you mentioned that, it still has that, what I like to call, when it comes to the movement of the characters, it still has that rock star jank kind of vibe to it. Like, you see, like, when the characters move, they kind of... They, they kind of got like this thing going on and it's they're tr I know what they're trying to do they're, they're, what they're trying to do is they're trying to mimic weight right so that the characters don't look weightless and just kind of flying around the screen or kind of thing so yeah, yeah. so yeah. there's still that there's still that tiniest tiniest like it seems like they incrementally get better at it every game that comes out but there's still that little if anybody knows what I'm talking about it's that rock star jank of the character movements and it's usually the like the NPCs and stuff not the actual playable characters because the playable characters they move well but sometimes when you look at some of the other guys with the way they move like if they run they got that tiny 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 bit of jank to it which is kind of funny but um anyways it looks incredible 
So the, the thing is, what blows my mind is sometimes when it zooms in close, you're like, this is a video game, right? Yeah. Uh, especially, the, especially that beach shot, you know, when you got like a guy like Cardi B standing there with her little bikini on and whatever. Uh, and, she, <laughs> and then you see the two people jogging and whatever. And you're like, okay, that's a video game. But then you see like another shot where you're like, holy crap, I can't tell if that's a movie or if that's a video game, right? When they pan out just a little bit, it just... It is mind-blowingly beautiful, and like you look at the way the cars were driving, the way that the way, like even the movement. You see that scene with all the motorcycles and stuff like that. I thought that was real. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I was just yeah. like, holy, holy crap! It so, still kind of looks like Grand Theft Auto Five, but improved. But then it also, I, I get that too, where like if you just barely squint, some of this stuff can look like real film footage. It's pretty cool. You know what, Martin? Uh, Martin Maduena. I love that name. It's a great name. Martin Maduena. He says it looks like a rock star game. He's 100% yeah. correct. Yeah. And that's basically what it why. looks like. And that's why I brought out. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. But it, that's why I brought up that little thing about the um, the character, what I like to call the NPC jank of like the character. And it's not really a jank per se. It's just they got they got just that tiniest bit of a weird wiggle when they move that you're like, okay, it's rock star. Like, it's, it's that little, cute. it's that little tiny portion of Uncanny Valley that reminds you that it's a video game or reminds you that it's yes. a, it's a rock star game. And I don't even think we're even compl would complain about oh, that. It just kind of reminds you like, not. this is what we're, I cannot wait to get into this. This thing already has 1.3 million views in one hour and 3.6 million likes. And I'm not even convinced that YouTube has been able to keep up with the actual view count before they're, right. you know, uh, validated and, and then publicly shown. But I, what, this the like ratio is probably in the 90 percentile i would think oh for sure yeah i mean i i can't think i mean there's a very small minority of people who are like you know what i just you know it's just not for me hey that's fine you know like i said like, like enjoy nick. what you enjoy special nick is a scumbag though it's a big difference <laughs> i'm talking about normal gamers <laughs> yeah, yeah you hear that special nick i know it's like thursday over there in australia but you're still listening Anyways. Matt, so looking at these nine pictures, what, 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 where's your eye drawn to? What do, what do you like and what you're seeing, bro? Um, well, you know, I, I'd like to make a joke and say the girl in the bikini. Cause some other people said that, uh, cause I actually posted the same picture. Um, I like the Max nightclub. Tweet. Wowzers. Yeah. <laughs> I like the, um, uh, what's it called? I like the, the, the scene in the whole, now let me ask you a question though, by the way, before I get into this, look at the one in the bottom, right? Or yeah, the bottom, right. Okay, where you got, yeah, yeah, the hotel. Motel, motel. Whatever, motel. <laughs> I heard that they were brother and sister. Um, I don't know any brother and sisters who sit on a bed like that and look at each other unless they're from like, you know, you know. Not, I not, not up in this hemisphere, probably not. <laughs> yeah. No. Maybe, over on, the, maybe <laughs> over on the PlayStation camp, but I'm not what? sure. Hold, come on. I'm in that camp too, you know. <laughs> well, if the shoe fits. Yeah, well, isn't that something? Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I was starting to wonder. I'm like, wait a minute. This isn't a brother and sister. Brothers and sisters don't lovingly look brothers into each other's eyes hands. in the bed. Brothers got yeah. a hug. Where's, where's it, your it eye drawn a little here? Too, uh, my eye is drawn um, to the nightclub shot that looks like, basically it looks like downtown Miami, uh, yeah, like Miami yeah. Beach, like Miami Beach on a Saturday night. That shot there, even though it's, Modern day, clearly it's modern day. Um, it still has that 
Scarface '80s vibe of like you know the opening of Scarface when um, when uh, uh, Tony Montana and uh, what's his face there are washing dishes and they're outside of the Babylon Club and they're watching the cars go by and dropping people off in the clubs and stuff and they're watching them go. It's basically like the same shot. It's almost like an homage to that shot of like that little. You look down the laneway and you see all the clubs and all the restaurants, or whatever, and you see all the cars lining up. Yeah. And it was, exactly. you know, recreated in, in Vice City back in 2002 or whatever that was. Yeah. Or 01. Yeah, crazy. Um, I love it, though. Uh, that, 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 that draws my attention because you know when it comes to a Rockstar game, nighttime, especially in a Grand Theft Auto game specifically, because Red Dead Redemption... That's the Wild West. There's not a whole lot going on at night, right? I mean, you know, you need lanterns, you need torch lights, you need that kind of stuff. But in Grand Theft Auto games, like even Grand Theft Auto Five, you play it right now, and you go to the like in the nighttime and you fly over the you fly over the city and stuff. It's gorgeous, right? Yeah, when you see yeah. all that, when you see the city lit up and stuff, you're like, wow. So this is that this is going to draw me more into that. I want to play more at night kind of vibe to it, you know what I mean? And I could see myself going off like maybe out of the city or that kind of thing in the daytime and you know what I mean? And it just I, I'm I'm really excited. Either way, I'm super excited about it. And I love that it's back in Vice City. Speaking of which, and I'm going to pass it off to uh, Colt for a moment here. <laughs> but Rockstar, I know you're not listening, okay? But please for the love of God, you have to give us a Vice City radio station. You have to. And what I mean by that is you have you mean to have an 80s one? Like an yes, 80s. You that's what I meant. Like a Vice City the game radio station. I want all the songs that they had in Vice City on one radio station. They can uh, do it. Oh, oh, and actually have have uh have the Vice City radio stations, which uh Yes. I, I used to have all those songs downloaded. I've got them I did somewhere. Too. You know I bought the box set, dude. I would I would say I would expect 80s music to have its own radio station in this because in 2013 10 years ago for grand theft auto 5 they had the the they had the oh my gosh i'm forgetting the name they had the classic rock radio which had 70s and 80s and it's yeah. been 10 years so the classic for this game would be mid 80s to late 80s so i would i, want I would draw to expect that i do i want I, I I want cutting crew. I just died in your arms tonight. I want oh stuff like God. that. Come man. on, yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta have that. We gotta have the Brian Adams. We gotta have the flock of seagulls. Wait, wait. What? Which Brian Adams song? Do you need run to, have? to you? It has to be oh run to God. you. Or yes, I love because that song. Because that was, dude. That was in Vice City, right? That oh, was in yeah, Vice City. Cool. He's riding that. the motor. You're riding the motorcycle on the thing. I'm gonna run to you. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. I almost, I almost like totally was gonna swear like crazy just now. Um, yeah, I'm like, gonna I'm run totally... to you, baby. Yeah, oh, so vibe hey, in that. So give me how those. about that Tom Petty song that I learned today, which comes from yeah, one, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. one of his great albums, Moon Fever, that has that has Running Down a Dream, Free Fallen, uh, Don't Back Down. So I listened yeah. to the album today while I was getting the show ready. I'm like, oh, man, this is, uh, this is some good stuff. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, somebody <laughs> told me. I went and looked. Right now, it's been two hours. That trailer is at almost 9.2 million views. Yodana well, Kuzada says, I want some Depeche yep. Mode in there. Yeah. Yes, I want Depeche Mode in there. I want all I want all those bands, man. You know, I yep. want all of them. I want all the music. I want Cindy Lauper. I want Duran Duran. I want all uh, of it. Kurt 5150 says Sundays. Kurt 5150 says, I want Boys of Summer and a run to you. That run yes. to you, that opening 
riff uh, with capo on the second yeah. fret and you oh i love that stuff so much that's uh, cool man i love let that. me hear your 80 songs in the chat guys let, let put right yeah. guys and gals write down your 80 songs i want to hear which ones we're gonna uh, we want to see in the game in the what i like to call the tip of the cap original vice city radio oh. station where they're gonna play all the songs paul, from the 80s let's go paul smith says journey separate ways i'll give you two of my de facto 80 songs don't dream it's over by crowded house or drive from the cars. That slow drive is a great song. Uh, you too, Josh. <laughs> love that so much. Who's gonna hold cold tonight? <laughs> I love how they upgraded His the uh, the Chevelle car, like their version of the Chevelle in this trailer. Let's let's break down some of the stuff we saw in this. But I was you were talking about how happy people are with this, with the like ratio and everything. I'll tell you who's not happy about. Grand Theft Auto 6 and it's the PC guys because they confirmed oh, today stop. that it's not coming to PC day and date. It doesn't matter because most PC guys I know all have a console one way or another. Most of them have PlayStations because the majority of your Xbox games that come out and even Xbox Game Pass, whatever, you're getting on PC anyway, right? So a yeah. lot of the guys, a lot of guys that have PC have PlayStation 5s. So they're going to either play it on PlayStation 5s or if they really have the cash for it, they can all pun intended they can pony up for a ps5 pro that should probably <laughs> uh they should probably which they're probably going to launch some around the time of that game which of course fits into my narrative i know people like lo lost their minds with someone else said on twitter the other day but i mean if if this thing does happen this ps5 pro and it's a hundred percent i can and and the market now this we're going to go into a new conversation when we're going to talk about eventually Who's going to get the marketing rights? And that's where my last video. By the way, I posted a new video. Everybody, go check it out. It's uh, it's actually uh, it's on my Twitter and it's on my um, uh, what the hell is it called? The 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 one with the Chinese spy on us. The t uh, TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they where the yeah the, like... where the, ch the Chinese are spying on on the mag uh, with no shirt on. Uh, is this is this the guy that 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 was naked in front of his PS5? That's the one. That's the um, dude. By the way, oh my Pat gosh, Man Pat Jones. Jones says Caribbean, Caribbean Queen. Queen. <laughs> I love that song. Caribbean, Caribbean Queen. Queen. Never sharing the same dream. That's right. <laughs> and oh, a heart is beat as one. Yeah. Yep. That is Double a good tune. on the run. <laughs> I love Woo! that. God, I love him. Stray Cats, yes, man. Bledsoe, <laughs> thank you, Stray Cats. So many Stray good Cats songs. Strut. Um, yeah, I was totally ruined. You know, I'm a I'm a dude that you know, like when you come of age, um, when you're in your teens, like grunge was really big. But I was so stuck in the '80s in high oh, school. Yeah. So that music to me, I just think back when I was a kid, and my mom drove us around running errands, and she's playing Top Forty in the '80s when I was younger. Like that music was just like <clears throat> so. Uh, Loving this, that loving this Vice City stuff. Let um, let's break down. Um, <laughs> Colt, before you do it, yeah. Mark, Mike Wilkinson. I think you meant to say Def Leppard, but he put Chef Leopard. Chef Leopard photograph. Can you imagine? Look, today we're going or on Chef Leopard. We're going to be cooking up a wonderful <laughs> round butt roast. <laughs> we're going to oh cook up a wonderful one arm lamb. Those delicious brazen. Yeah, Chef Leopard. <laughs> Chef Leopard. I'm gonna go see them in concert actually in a few weeks. <laughs> Can you imagine it's a it's a it's he a Def Leopard tribute band and they're all really heavy and they've yeah, got like a buffet line while they're like, did you try well, the lasagna? Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you did go you try to try the rack of lamb, it's if my you favorite. go to Discord, I added 
the lasagna and the Sunday sound bite thing. You should be able to get to it. Give it a shot real quick. See Have if you can find lasagna? it. It's my favorite. <laughs> to the you Sunday. Like hot fudge Sundays? Do you 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 like hot fudge Sundays? Yeah. Listen. At the end, he goes, all right. After the. Do you like hot fudge Sundays? All right. <laughs> you know why? Did you, you know when you watch the video? The guy who goes up is such a jerk. He goes up, he goes, give, give me that. that. Yeah, I've given to it like a hundred times because you sent it to me and you wrote, give me that in all caps. I go there and the guy's like, he's trying to talk to me. Did you play? Did you watch the game last? Give me that. Yeah. Can you imagine going? Let me ask you a question before you get in back. We get back into the GTA uh, six talk. You mean before we talk about video games? Yeah, go ahead. Yes. Video games. Uh, Can you imagine what kind of a human being you'd have to be to walk up to a buffet and there's a guy standing there and then he's got like the big, you know, carving knife and he's looking at him. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, you, the guy says something to you like, "Hey, how's it going, man? Are you enjoying your evening?" And you just go, "Give me that." <laughs> well, who does what, that? What else would he be pointing at? He's got nothing there but a piece of wood to carve and a roast, and he's well, like, "Give me that." Hold on. To be fair, to be fair, what if the guy wanted the cutting board? <laughs> like he like he liked the cutting board. He wanted to take it home. He goes, "Give me that." Puts it under his shirt. Yeah, this is like stock bullets. Be- he didn't specifically say, can I have a slice of roast? He said, give me that. And he knew you the never cameras know. were watching him. What do you think that guy's name was? I, I'm looking at him, I'm like... Nah. I've been trying to find out forever. Bismarck, he's the vapors. Good song, Phantom Beat. Thank you for that. I saw somebody else say, run DMC, King of Rock. That would be an excellent song. Um, yes, carry on, Colt. Let's get back into the show. I mean, you can't go wrong with those. So let's talk about what we did see in the trailer. We got the pictures up while we talk about the game. Uh, Lucia is in jail first, so we know she breaks out of the pen, and then she just immediately goes into crime. So um, let's talk about this setting. Um, what well, we kind of did. We kind of talked about the setting. I did catch one thing. You, there's a hovercraft going through like the, the do you know about the Everglades? It's yes. like the, is that like the big wetland swamp area of yes. Florida? I don't know myself. Yeah, no, I've been, I've, I've been to Florida a million times. Okay. So, so how much do you want to bet we can drive that hovercraft thing? Is that, what are those things called? The big, those yeah, big... they're, uh, they're not hovercrafts. Uh, I can't remember the name of them. By the way, this is Gizmo. So you had your cat or sorry, you had your dog. Here's the cat. What up, cat? What'd you think about GTA six? It was awesome. Oh, all right, buddy. All right, get out of here. Get out of here. He's a he's a sphinx, by the way. He's an Egyptian sphinx. Oh, okay. There you go, buddy. Get out of here. He's from North Africa. Yeah. Like Only it. the best for the mag. Yeah, now I'm seeing it. Now I'm seeing it because I had I, I gotta bring this back over here so oh. I can where is this thing? <laughs> yeah, does so somebody ever somebody yeah. actually know the like okay, so, Do- Dr. Dinglenut? Thank you. I have two of them. Um some people are calling it a fan boat. Some people are calling it an airboat. They call um, swamp boats, or am I just? Yeah, like I know the ones you're talking about. It's got the gigantic f- propeller, like right behind your you chair. Know, you know, there's going to be a Which, chase chase scene with one of those, right? That's got to be a mission. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think I think that they had the same boats um, in Mafia Three. Remember Mafia 3? Yes. Because it was like the, the, the swamps and all that stuff. You had the same boats in there, right? You know what they should do, by the way, for fun? You know how it, like that giant propeller is in a cage? They should take the cage off just to add a little more excitement so that if you hit a bump, you might end up in the propeller. So you don't know if you're going to live or die while you're driving it. Yeah. You got to hold wouldn't on. That make the ride, yeah. Wouldn't that make the ride that much more exciting? Like he's like, you, oh, you crap. If I hit a bump, I'm dead. hits the propeller. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me read a couple supers. We just got a couple here. Uh, okay. Dr. Dingle down. He's saying it's. They're called airboats. He, goes, airboats? he lives in South okay. Florida. 
Yes. Awesome. How's the meth down there? I heard the meth is really good at this time of year. <laughs> Meg! Well, yeah, hey, it's Florida. It's what season. am I supposed to say? It's yeah, it's meth season. <laughs> Man, mind you, it's Florida. It's always meth season. Carry we've on, got, Colt. We've got some of this uh, October, <laughs> October, Brunt. Uh, Kung Fu Hot Dog with a five euro says, Colt mystery guest, which is Mag, keeping my, my co-host, keeping my GTA 6 expect, expectations in check. Also found out no, my job no. ends toward this month. We'll take a leap of faith in the new in the new year. Yeah, Kung Fu Hot Dog, good hey, luck man. to you, man. Kung Fu Hot Dog, first of all, listen, I want you to do me a favor. First of all, I have faith in you that you're going to do well in the new year, and you're going to find yourself a great job, and you're going to find a great, you know, moving forward. So don't worry about the old job. We'll worry about the new job. However, what you're going to do is you're going to go down to wherever wherever you live, go down and get all your legal documentation changed to, to your name, whatever your name is, if it's George or whatever. You're changing it to Kung Fu Hot Dog officially. You it know why? open up all kinds of opportunities for you in the future. Listen, I, let me tell you something. I'm a senior executive. Even though I look like a complete goof and I talk like a complete clown, <laughs> I'm actually a senior executive for a corporation. Okay? I would hire you instantly at a minimum six-figure salary just because your name is Kung Fu Hot Dog. I'm telling you right now. I would do that. You know what? Do you know that I hired a guy named Dylan? Just so I, you know what, if anybody ever caught me saying this stuff, I'm totally like going to get in trouble. I hired a guy named Dylan just so I could do the Schwarzenegger thing from uh, Predator. So every time he comes into work, I go, Dylan, you son of a bitch. And then I clap his hands like him and Carl Weathers. I've been doing that for years to this guy. Every time he walks in, and he's such a, like a, hey man, what's up? Like he's like totally cool. What a, hey dude. Every time he walks in the door, I go, Dylan. You son of a bitch. Like, I've been doing it for years. But he's I got no qualifications, but that one thing just makes it for you. No, no, I hired him for the name. I mean, he had qualifications, but so did other people. But I'm like, no, no, no. It's because I'm going to call him Dylan the way Schwarzenegger does. Uh, Dylan! I yeah. lost out to a guy named Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> so Kung Fu Hot Dog, change your legal name. To move Kung to Canada, and you'll be you'll get and a job. move to Canada. Listen, you're gonna get a great. No, no, my corporation's American. Stay down there. I'll find somebody. Reconnect, and we're reconnected. Sorry if you get a little stream buffer there as uh, YouTube goes. Yeah, I, don't know I what's just got going that. On. What? Yeah, no, no, they've been doing that a lot lately. Even with yeah. the like the monster channels, like Nerdrotic and stuff, like million sub but, channels. Aren't they're we they're like stuttering. Well, we're we're great. We're amazing. But but like they're like eight hundred thousand subs above us. Don't worry about it. We're gonna catch up to them. Anyways, carry on. <laughs> Welcome to the, the uh, channel membership to Run Why for some reason that's kind of interesting to read. Agent Shadow Wolf, with thank you so much for the five. Says, hey Colt, I'm betting Sony is now pushing for Wolverine to release in 2024 because they know GTA Six will absolutely destroy. No, he doesn't say that. We'll get Game of the Year in 2025 no matter what. Well, Insomniac doesn't want Game of the Year. They just don't want their sales cannibalized. But uh, what do you think of that, they'll, man? They'll work versus... around that. Yeah, <laughs> Scorpio, come on, man. He's like, how's Mag's company not bankrupt yet? You know, Dylan actually turned out to be quite leasing for the next five years. And, of course, it's tentative, right? So they move things around. They shift things around depending on – it's just like when you do a schedule for work. Like I do a schedule for work six, six, ah, six weeks in advance, right? But you know things are going to happen within those six weeks. They're like, oh, bro, I can't do this. Or one calls in sick, this and that. Whatever. So you have to be able to interchange everything and move things around, right? That's how it works. Even They do the same thing. Yeah. No, I'm, yeah, I'm listening. That's why I look over here oh, so sorry. I don't interrupt you. <laughs> oh, no, no, sorry. No, no. I was, what, I was, what I was saying is um, you do that when you're like doing a schedule for like, especially like far in advance, like six weeks in advance, but nothing is solid. These companies do the same thing when it comes to video game releases. 
right? They have yeah. their charts. Same thing with movie uh, movie studios, the same thing. So they have it all lined up, and they have it, everything there is tentative release, tentative release, tentative release. And then they're always going to have a little corner with a question mark that says GTA 6. And you or know Call that they're of Duty. doing it. Yeah, like or, those... Well, yeah, or Call of Duty. But Call of Duty is a little more predictable because Even... Call of Duty is either October or beginning of November. Right, yeah, it is pretty predictable. It's like a two-week window usually. But even Insomniac was very careful about landing anywhere near Starfield, even though Starfield yes. might not have been cannibalizing any sales of Spider-Man 2. But yeah, that it, Mag's right. That is a real thing. And shout out to yeah, over yeah. 800 people who are watching the show. This is the Ecstasy Podcast, episode 128. I don't often do station identification, but thank you for being here the show. I'm here with my co-host, Middle-Aged Game Guy, and we are rapping about Grand Theft Auto 6. And we're going to be talking about the game wars. Hit the like button. That like button should hit around 500 before we end the show. We really appreciate you being here and hanging out to talk about the excitement we have for this game and some other stuff. I actually heard today that Xbox has something that fans are going to be really excited about for the game awards. We'll get into that as well. Uh, one last one. <clears throat> one last super is uh, from Balding Baby says, with a $2. Thank you, Balding Baby. Says, Mag, did you know you're bald? You know what? I think that was in reference. I think that that uh, that super chat came up when when uh, Gizmo jumped up on my lap. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Gunny six seven two. Thank you for the five. Says TJ and Bonnie. We like the cars that go boom. Also, my posse's on Broadway by Sir Mix. Yeah, <laughs> my posse's on Broadway. That's a great song. <laughs> I hated that song growing up. Thought it was I so cheesy. Song. Yeah, I never. It liked is cheesy. It. it is cheesy. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then buttermilk biscuits. I remember that, man. Everybody, oh gosh, you're taking me way back. Um, let's let's break down this Grand Theft Auto thing uh, as well. Yeah. There is one thing I have to say. <clears throat> there were plenty of um, what do you call that stuff on on the front of the other sex, like the uh, there was, um, like chest oh, area stuff. There was uh, oh <laughs> yes. So Breasts. in this trailer, there was like scantily dressed women. Uh, oh, guys, yeah, you know, crazy wild guys um, twerking on a car. There was uh, bikinis and and um, you know clothes That's, not yeah. down to here. One, but what am I getting at? Is it's like this game is probably not going to try and be inoffensive. How do I? Is that is that a good way to say it? Because people hate when you say the word woke. But I mean, it is a real thing. So uh, yeah, watching no, there, this, there what is, thinking? Yeah, you know what? It, it crossed my mind. But you're, I'm like, all right, let's see, <clears throat> let's see if Rockstar has the balls to keep doing what they're doing with their satire or whatever, or are they going to be afraid? So that's still, that's still up in the air because all we saw was a trailer. But however, they seem like they're staying on course with what they did. Like they even made jokes. Like uh, actually, if you look carefully at some of these shots, there, there's a shot there where they're making fun of Big Pharma. Did you see that? Like a, particularly American uh -uh. Big Pharma, because don't forget, Rockstar is not American. What right? was in it? In case anybody didn't know that. It, it 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 just showed like these pills that were up on the up on the wall. It, it said I can't remember what the hell it said. Uh, said um, does it make you feel comfortable? Or these pills will make you feel comfortable, make you feel happy, something like that. And it shows pills hugging each other, and it's basically a stab at America uh, Americans being totally over medic uh, medicated, and uh, that's that's just a fact. Uh, Medi Americans are the most medicated people on the planet, and because um, mm -hmm. Big Pharma runs the show, right? So uh, let's not forget, Rockstar is not American. Uh, Rockstar is uh, originally British, so they're probably you know taking a little stab at American society, which and all the Grand Theft Auto games it. do. They do a great job. Yeah. So let's just see if I can't see them going woke per se. What I can see them is poking fun at it, though, mm -hmm. right? Because. Yep. 
you know what 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 a lot of people refer to right now, and it's happening. You know, you could say it's not happening. You know, never mind the Xbox tax. There's a culture war going on right now, and the culture war is starting to swing slowly, swing back the other way. As you see, these companies are not going bankrupt, but they're losing a, uh, hundreds of millions, if not billions, of dollars because people are rejecting uh, a lot of stuff now, right? Uh, uh, what's up, Disney? Uh, so, you know, like they're doing their thing. So I have a feeling that Rockstar is going to poke fun at a lot of the stuff that's going on and keep it light. And I think they're going to keep away from any of the controversy in terms of upsetting certain groups on one side, on the other side. I think they're going to go down the middle and just make fun of everybody. Right? Now, yeah, if you yeah, watch so. the last... Now, you watch that episode of South Park, uh, Into the Panderverse, um, where a lot of people were like championing it, saying, oh, they're making fun of um, all the woke crap. Which they were, uh -huh. but, now here's the but, they were also making fun of the other side calling everything woke when they don't under actually understand what the term actually means. Like, right? yeah, so, people actually really do use that word when it's something they that they don't personally agree it, with or like. Exactly. Right? And, yeah, and it's like all of a sudden, like, you know, a woman just walks by, like, woke! You know, a woman shows up in a commercial, like, you know, for Mr. Clean, woke! And I'm like, no, guys, that's not what that means, but... <laughs> I mean, it I does, understand. Yeah, it does get pretty bad. Like if if a character is in a wheelchair, they're like woke. I'm like, or when uh, Haley from Spider Man Two is using <laughs> ASL, they're like woke. I'm like, ASL isn't woke. She's dead. It's a language. It's a. <laughs> yeah. it's, now, yeah. now you can you can make arguments that you can make arguments all day long about this, that, yeah. and the other, whatever. And there, there are you know there are instances of it. But however, I think at the end of the day, what I'm going to say is that I think that Rockstar is going to keep down the middle, and I think they're going to make fun of everybody. I think they're okay. going to make fun of yeah. when now when it comes to American politics specifically, they're going to make fun of the left. They're going to make fun of the right. They're going to make fun of whatever. They're going to make fun of all different groups of people, whatever. And that, but they always know where to draw the line. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't go too far, but they go far enough that it's, that it's funny so that everybody can get a good laugh about it. And I think that at the end of the day, when a lot of people take this stuff way too seriously, I think that everybody could just use a laugh and just say, you know what? That's pretty funny or whatever. Like if people who take it too seriously, those, well, I almost, uh, I almost swore like, uh, what's his face there? Like, uh, like Jaffe. David Jaffe. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I almost Jaffe the show. Yeah. Um, those people aren't playing the game anyway. Do you think these like pink-haired activists are going to sit there and play Grand Theft Auto Six? No, I they're going to be. It's not happening. It's that's not been happening. a thing for twenty years. Like, isn't that right. how long this how long this franchise has been out? Like, you had Tipper no Gore longer and, than that. Yeah, you had longer uh, than that. Yeah, I mean, it's been in the mainstream for twenty years since Grand Theft Auto Three in one yeah. or whatever it was. So yeah, yeah, it's been longer than twenty years. You're right. Um, so yeah, I played yeah, one and two the, that aren't going to play the game. They're yeah. not going to play the game. It's like the activists who are crying about Hogwarts. Do you think any of them picked up a controller? Or probably, probably not. You know, like most of them mm -hmm. don't. They just, they just like to talk about it. Um, so the thing is, I think that everybody that a lot of people that will play the game will be totally fine just to play the game, have a few laughs, even at your own expense. Do so. Enjoy yourself. People make fun of Italians all the time. Do you? Do I sit there and go protest in the streets with flags? <laughs> you know what I mean? When East Side Mario, do you guys got East Side Marios down in the states? No, I don't even know what that is. Okay, Eastside Mario's is um is like a faux. Uh, any ch any Canadians in the chat, you guys know what Eastside Mario's is, right? Um, Eastside Mario's uh, is a chain of restaurants up here, and it's mimicking the um, Italian American, specifically New York, 
okay. kind of like food. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you were to go to an Italian restaurant in New York. Okay. You know what I mean? And the guy comes, you know, those guys will be like, hey, you want a veal sandwich? What's going on over there? Hey, oh. You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> you want a veal yeah. sandwich? You slap across the face? Yeah. It's like this veal sandwich is the side of your freaking head, okay? You're going to get two of these veal sandwiches. You're going to die, all right? You know, like, th like that kind of place. Anyways, the tagline for the restaurant, and, and it's on the radio, it's on the TV, whatever. It's, hey, bada boom, bada bing. Okay, <laughs> I swear to God. Now, now it's kind of funny. Now, Wait, to me, it's hilarious. Is that considered I'm just like, offensive by some groups? You know what? Bada if boom, it was bada somebody, bing, come on down and get was, a veal sandwich. And yeah, like, you know what I mean? And But the thing is, we take it in stride. We're like, okay, that's hilarious. Yeah, sure. uh, if you watch The Sopranos, the strip club in The Sopranos, the name was called the Bada Bing. I have a neon sign at my bar. I'll take a picture of it later. I have a neon sign of a naked woman that says Bada Bing, and it's right across my basement bar, right? So I got, you know what I mean? Like, you just take that stuff in stride and you have a laugh. Okay. I mean, what I'm getting at is that Grand Theft Auto 6 will be the same thing. It's going to crack jokes at like different people, different groups, different religions. It did that last game. It's going to do the it's same cool. with political. I think it's so, cool because I sort of think of Rockstar as this developer in, in London and they just kind of look down on the excess of America and lampoon it, a word that people don't often use, but it just means to kind of parody, make satire and make light of like, you know, ammunition is where in America yeah. you just buy all the guns and grenades you need, right? And it's, and it's a joke, and, and it serves for the fun of the game. And yeah. I want to talk about some of the pieces of the fun of Grand Theft Auto 6 that I'm so shocked that we got a one-and-a-half-minute trailer, and instead of just getting some overshot views of the, and setting, establishing location, like we did with Grand Theft Auto 5, and you see Michael the last second, we actually got a... A smorgasbord. We got we got the full spread of what this game is probably going to offer us. So a couple of things that I picked out from this were the lowrider scene. So this game obviously takes place in modern time, which we'll get into that in a minute as well to kind of lampoon that modern stuff. But you got this lowrider scene. You've got clubs like nightclubs and dance clubs. You've got gangs. There are definitely gangs that you can run across sure, yeah. in the game. And then yeah. there's that social media. Like they really leaned into it on this on this uh, this trailer with with the TikToks or the Instagram reels or whatever it was like the live stream in portrait mode of people live streaming the ridiculous stuff that's happening and half yeah. of the trailer wasn't it half of the trailer seemed to be excerpts of someone's social media post. Yeah, and um, I yeah I didn't I did like that and I have a distinct feeling. Speaking of social media posts. I think that social media, all social medias are going to be attached to the game in one way or another. I think it's going to have, they're going to have avenues where, especially GTA Online, which obviously I would imagine they're going to completely relaunch for this game. They're not mm -hmm. going to shut down what you have, but I have a feeling they're just going to wow. maybe Do you you be able keep to keep the 10 year old online running and then have this whole. Well, see, the thing is, people spend a lot of money on that. So you wouldn't want to shut it down. Because oh, I think yeah, they'll just true, keep true. it open, but I think it'll offer you a portal that you'll be able to go to the new GTA online, right? So you'll be able to go to the Vice City section, I would imagine, something like that, and you keep the other one. Because people pay like hundreds of dollars, if not thousands of dollars in shark cards and all kinds of stuff. So I could see them just having a portal for those people. Or for someone like me who played GTA online for like 30 minutes and I'm like, this is not for me, fine. But if I want to try the new one and I buy the new game, it'll just 
be right there and I could just go into it and whatever, right? So I think it'll give you options. That's my guess. It'll give you options. Kind of like you see how Call of Duty runs now? You, like you go to the Call of Duty main screen, you can access the different games and you can access the different modes right yeah. there. It's like you got Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3, and you just click on them. And as long as you own them, it's basically just an interface, like that that Call of Duty headquarters they call it out, right? Which is something, by the way, I predicted three years ago. I like the I just like to point out. Uh, I said it's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to create a Destiny style Call of Duty uh, world, and then you're just going to go to different portals and you'll be able to play the different experiences. Uh, that's Next what 100. Oh, dude, that's 100 percent what Xbox is doing moving forward. Uh, and uh, I, I said that back in 2020. I said that's exactly what they're going to do. But I didn't know Xbox was going to own them at that point. But I'm just saying they were going to do that to the game. Point is, I think that social media is going to be a deep part of this game where a lot of... You're going to be able to post uh, cl not just clips and everything else. I think uh, even like little gameplay sections, you're going to be able to post in-game. It's actually going to go to real uh, social media posts. I that think, would be I think really be, cool to, to, yeah. to do a game clip and then actually exports it out in portrait mode. Ready yep. to go to Reels or TikTok. Like yep, a hundred percent. Because how better to advertise than oh, to put man. all your stuff on, on TikTok, right? And you got ten cent in the Chinese going, What are they doing over there? <laughs> then you there? got Elon charging like forty grand a month for PlayStation and Xbox to use a PlayStation and Xbox share. On X? Yeah, but yeah, everyone all, else will be coming. like yeah. Instagram. You could do photo. I bet you could do. Uh, there's going to be stuff that's going to be uh, AI implementation uh, for social media, for like Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff is coming. YouTube, and I think it's all going to be integrated into the game, mostly with the online mode. Hargy but wants I, to know, Mag, will there be what photo mode? Will there be photo mode in Grand Theft Auto Six? Obviously, there's going to be photo mode. What are you saying, Hargy? What's going on over there? Don't you have a code to drop specifically to my DMs? <clears throat> Uh, Hargy, if you could just email the code for Grand Theft Auto 6 for Mag, we'd appreciate that. Uh, by the way, I'd just like to say uh, Hargy already has the GTA 6 code. He's dropping in the chat in the next three seconds, so everybody be excited. Matthew, this he, is, a uh, is, it is a braid on my chin, yes. My uh, beard is getting out of control. It is? For real? Yeah, he's like, what is that on your face? He oh, said that like, like an hour. I did not like know you had that much hair on your chin to grow to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I just braided it for now. It's just... Uh, just Jeez. It's, it's, just so it's not uh, like rubbing on the microphone like an ASMR video. You know, like when they rub like, you know, like they rub like horse hair brushes on the mic. They're like, go to sleep. But they're like rubbing like stupid stuff. Or like a You know sponge. what that would do to me if I was listening to that in bed? I'd be like, I'd be scared. <laughs> that would scare me. Under your bed. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, Hargy, Hargy dropping that GTA 6 code. Everybody yeah, go get it. You got it. Hargy's been playing Grand Theft Auto 6. He says it's mid. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's already um, 13 hours in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so some other things we saw was yes. a, a shot of the Thrillbilly Mud Club. And you had crazy <laughs> people. Great. So I'm assuming the Thrillbilly Mud Club at least gives you an area of the map where you can go over and you can be involved in motorcycle, ATV, four-wheeler um, mud, I don't know, dirt races and maybe some, I don't know, obstacle courses. Like there's got to yeah. be something cool there that you can engage with um, and kind of check off the list. What did you get from the Thrillbilly Mud Club? What do you think we're doing? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be exactly what you said. They're going to have entire circuits. You're going to have races. It, it's going to be, I think in, in its own way, it's going to be an own like a miniature like Forza Horizon game right in there. Uh, or maybe like dirt specifically, more specifically dirt, uh, that kind of thing right in there. Cause you know, 
when it comes to Rockstar, when they put their mini games, they ain't so mini. They, those things are like an entire experiences on their own. Do you like you? Yep. Do you remember the um, up in the northeastern part of the map? There was the hills, all the switchbacks, and you could yes. do the four wheeler there or the whatever uh, down all those switchbacks. Like and that was like a whole thing. That was like a whole series you could check off there. So uh, yeah. Yeah, and I can then, see like having circuits, races, uh, tournaments, the whole nine yards. And then they're going to do online tournaments, things like that. People will be playing those. Because like I said, you could sell dirt for 70, uh, 70, 80 bucks online. You could probably get that in this game right here. You could probably get most of that experience right what, there. What? How much truth do you think, Mag, is in this uh, Rockstar trying to say that their game should be $100 plus for what they offer? Do you think in 2025 they're going to be say, say, hey, this thing is going to offer nine games in one? 120 bucks. That's that's our final offer. No, well, even if they did, people will gripe, but people will buy it. Uh, but I, mean, I don't think you? Rockstar's going to do it. Yeah, I would. I would. It's too. Grand Theft Auto. It's Grand Theft Auto. I'm not even going to blink. But the thing is, there. I don't think they will. Um, I think they'll jump it by a couple of bucks. Like I have a feeling, like maybe it'll be five dollars more expensive. Maybe because, like for example, some games up here, which is really strange, Square Enix games up here are five dollars more expensive. Than all the other games. So, like for example, a, uh, let's say uh, like an Xbox game uh, or a PlayStation Five game are eighty nine ninety nine up here, right? With the uh, exchange rate and all that stuff, plus tax, obviously. Uh, Square Enix games are ninety four, so they're oh, five dollars yeah, yeah. more expensive. So I'm like, but why? But anyways, I could see them leaning towards that at least Canadian ninety four ninety nine per game, whatever. I could totally see that, and whatever, that's fine. I don't care. I'll, I'll, it's not like I'm not gonna buy it. You know what I, I mean? It, it's a day one. I have a couple of what if questions that we're gonna be talking about today, and for people on mobile, where the I've seen this on mine on Android uh, version of YouTube mobile, I guess when people put polls up. Sometimes it just shows up as white. Like you can barely tell that there's a poll there. So if you can't see the poll and sometimes it gets in the way, like it's just a glitch YouTube has, but I put up a poll. I said, would wow. you buy grand theft auto six for a hundred dollars? And the options are yes. Day one. Or the other option is no, I'm going to wait for a discount. Like I, okay. my good friend Fonz from Fonz mm -hmm. gaming. He is like, I don't want to pay $70 for brand new games. So I'm just going to ride it out until they bring that price down to where I've kind of set my expectations, but now you guys are half and half already. A uh, hundred dollars is a lot to ask. Sean LaBrie yeah. says, I hate to admit it. I would absolutely pay $100 for GTA six. I yeah. would be pissed while doing it, but I do it. <laughs> so your poll says right now you have 86 votes and it's 53% are saying yes. Day one and 47% are liars. Because you're going to buy it day one. The FOMO is going to eat your face off. You will not be able to deny yourself. Uh, by the way, Joey D1000 from Australia. You love us. We love you too. The United States yeah, and Canada. Uh, we say hi to you too, brother. Um, and thank you for listening. And I, um, I really yeah. feel like the Australians are just like us. They just talk different and weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. love I mean, we love them. We love them. I, I love the Xbox Ultimate Podcast. Uh, Jedi Knight Peter. Risk it. One of your best true good friends. And and yeah, they've got a great, great group of scumbag. people. Um, the thing <laughs> is, when I when I go to <laughs> when I go to the UK, they're like, "Oh, yeah, you know, I, I'm not going to bother doing it." But they're like, "Oh, they, they they say I have a funny accent too, right?" I mean, it's all relative to you where like you are. Fudge so I'm like, like, "Hot fudge Sundays." Yeah, you like hot fudge Sundays, right? Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't realize that would be so loud over you trying to talk. 
All right. Yeah, hey, man, whatever. It's all good. All it's all right. good. Give me that. Give me Hot that. Hot Fudge Sundays, that's where it's at. Dead Planet, me let me tell you something. He's not wrong. He's like, God, I'm glad I don't live in Canada. You guys understand that with the exchange, it's actually exactly the same. So like $100 up here is like 75 for you guys down there, all right? Or $70, somewhere in that range actually. So the funny thing is, though, I have noticed that, I've, uh, first of all, I've been in the U.S. three times in the last month, right? So uh, I, keep going, I keep going down there for different reasons. And um, I'm actually finding that your prices are starting to match our prices, but your dollar is worth way more. So I'm like, I'm getting ripped off. So yeah, so like so yeah, so about like a hundred dollars Canadian is like seventy five American. So at the same time, if you got like a ninety four dollar game per se, it's still a seventy dollar game for you guys. You see what I'm getting at? So like, yeah, it's still it all the, goes out in the wash. The, yeah, it's all the same, and it's all relative to the dollar, right? And the thing is, up here we get well, generally speaking, I would say for the most part, a lot of us get paid a lot more than what you guys pay, but we get taxed more because of the health care. But anyway, it's a whole thing. But either way, it's basically relative. I just wanted to say that. I'm going to go get a beer. I'll be right back. Keep talking, Colby. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. All right. Well, um, I'll have this looping here. The, the next thing I want to talk about, uh, let me grab some super as well while Mag's out. And I want to talk about the Game Awards. This is actually pretty funny. Um, we are at uh, Diego Diego. Padreo, welcome to the Early Access channel member. When you become a channel member, you get the Series X icon. You get a color on your name, so you stand out in the chat. You get early access to videos. Every time I make a video in the evening, I put it on the community tab where you'll get a notification saying, hey, you can watch my video. It's going to be out tomorrow, but here it is. And uh, yeah, there it is. Maxi Coleman, thank you so much for the AR-50. Says, I'm a simple man. Can I be happy that we have a hot female protagonist again in video games? Hell yes. <laughs> Hell yes. Hell yes. No frumpy outfits. No square jaws. Just a good-looking woman as in a Why game. Why do you got to bring up okay? MJ? Why I do you have to bring, bring up MJ what? like that? Why? She looks like a, a UFC fighter except a dude. Uh, Can let, I... let me tell you something. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Go, go ahead, and then I want to give my opinion because this, uh, this has to be said. Go ahead. The second half of this show is brought to you by Sleeman, well-made Canadian beer right out of Guelph, Ontario. Everybody, and chocolatey Sleeman. Ovaltine. And chocolatey Ovaltine. And also, uh, the second half of the show is brought to you by frozen lasagnas made by McCain. Frozen lasagna? It's my favorite. Give there me you go. Crack the beer. Freshy, freshy. Let's get going. We're celebrating because Grand Theft Auto uh, dropped the trailer. I just Good-looking women. I got to say, go like, it. it's okay to have, like, a big action adventure game and have the male character or the female character look handsome or beautiful. Like it's okay. And you know what? If, if they show a little shoulder, it's okay. Like, I don't know. It's like, there's, um, I, I was playing, I can't even shoot. I can't say I'm, I was playing a game and one of the female superhero characters was like very manly looking. It's kind of hard to explain and it's okay. That's a design choice, but I don't. Yes, it's okay to have your it's, characters um, look fantastic or fantastic. You know what the thing is? Yes, you're right, Cold. And you know what it is at the end of the day? It's um, it, that's part of that whole thing. You know what we were talking about earlier about the um, <clears throat> identity politics and all that kind of stuff. I'm not gonna get. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna go down that road again. However, there is something out there. If you notice that there's a lot, like you don't see, you know, scantily clad women at the uh, racing events. 
you know, holding up the signs and all that stuff. They're all gone the, and okay. all that kind of stuff. And what they're saying is they're saying it's unrealistic expectations. We get it. We know. We know they're not realistic. We know that not, not everybody looks like an Instagram model. We get it. But it's there for aesthetic reasons for people who like to see that stuff for one reason or another. The term that I like to coin is called attractophobia. And it's people who are afraid of good-looking people, men and women. Is that a real and thing? whatever else. Attractophobia. It's it's a it's I got to give that to I got to give that to, um, you know to somebody else who say, who coined the phrase. But um, uh, either way, the point is uh, it's 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 real and it's out there. And you look at you look at some of these characters and you're like, what are you? And someone mentioned something about um, um, uh, rugged women. Uh, said, oh, what about rugged women? I love rugged women. My wife is one of those. She'll beat the crap out of me without question. She does. She's Irish. Too. Oh, she she does. She's Irish Scottish. She'll beat the crap out of me. No problem. So does she do the old household. stand on the headboard and just elbow drop you at one in the morning? <laughs> yeah, she, I'm the cream of the crop. Yeah, and uh, Mag, let me brother. tell you something. Yeah, she stand over you one in the morning. Hey, brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm the cream of the crop in this house. Yeah, and I'm gonna get you, Mag. Don't worry. I'm like, honey, why are you talking like that? And then all of a sudden, the elbow off the top of the dresser. Uh, anyways, listen, my wife's rugged. She'll beat snoring. the crap out of people. But When I start hey, snoring, man, you, I wake yep. up, and she's got me in a headlock. She's just like. <laughs> oh, Steve. Uh, my, oh, sorry. The doctor. I said his real name, Steve. The doctor said she can't beat me up. Dude, she 100% can beat you up. No, he means legally. No, I'm not married. I'm not married to Abby Mag Magnum Westward with those arms. Oh, my God. Can you imagine getting a back massage with those arms? Uh, ow! Ow! <laughs> yeah. like, uh, Boner Jams with a five dollars super chat. I was just checking out their show on Wednesday under the bus. They talk about music. He said, "I heard there will be a photo mode at the Gentleman's Club in Grand Theft Auto Six. Evening Megalodon and Colt Hardwood. What games are you pumped for in 2024? Well, we Mag, don't know. Pick one. Pick <laughs> pick one in 2024 that uh, you can't wait for. I'll try and think of one." You know, the problem is we don't have release dates for most of the stuff coming out in 2024. So we don't even know if they're coming in 2024. So like we could say things like Senua Saga. Yeah. But do we, but do we know that? No. So uh, I'm not I will, super excited like other people are, but I, I'm going to play it. Uh, mm -hmm. I am excited for, and you know who got me really excited for it of all people is, uh, is Jez, uh, Jez Corden, of course. We all know who Jez is. He's the good half of the Xbox too, not like that pirate scumbag that who's been who's been hacking the algorithm. I can tell you right now, Rand has been hacking the algorithm, and that's why when you see people's Spotify lists of the top five, it's always him and Jez number one, and then us number two. And then, of course, by the way, I'm super happy that uh, Xbox Unlocked is like fourth place underneath us. Man, uh, anyways, no, that was hey, one man. guy. That was one guy's um, rap for Spotify, but. No, we do no, appreciate that, people. That was, I've been that was that was worldwide. That was worldwide. Oh, Not one oh, guy. Thank you so much for making us number two, right behind number two in the world. Number two in the world. Anyways, I'm just kidding. Rand, no, love you number, guys. Number yes, two, right you. behind Xbox Two podcast that uses That's a right. South Korean bot farm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Exactly. Actually, North Korean bot farm. Yeah, because uh, yeah, even worse is clearly involved with Rand Eldor. That's obviously what's going on. They, they uh, use anyways, the North Korean one because it's free. So. Uh, of course. Um, now here's yeah. the thing. Um, uh, Jez was talking about uh, the Final Fantasy VII uh, Rebirth, and he's okay. like, "This game is. I'm super excited for this game. I'm, I'm, you know, I can't, can't wait to play it." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "You know what? I never actually gave it much thought." So I started watching. It. I started looking into it, and I'm like, "Going, 
holy crap, this game is going to be hot. And I'm like, this game looks really good. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have to finish this, which I'm furiously trying to finish and enjoy myself, by the way. I'm trying to enjoy and finish my backlog so that by the time um, February comes around, I should be, you know, walking into this game fresh and just be able to play it, like maybe by March or whatever. Um, I'm excited for that. Again, we don't have any release dates for the Xbox titles because we just don't know. We also don't have any uh, release dates for the PlayStation titles. For we so like that's I'm basically doing this, and I'm not making a joke. We really don't know. We don't you know. know There's I mean? first party PlayStation has said they've got five first party games coming out that are published or their IPs for 2024 that they've actually announced, and Xbox has like six. You know, I put up a graphic on on socials, but as far as them saying, yeah, in 2024, I guess mine would be avowed. I really hope it captures the magic that they've put out in their last couple Forgot of games, but I'm still kind of iffy, you know, obsidian, I, I would, I would say a thing like obsidian never misses and they usually haven't over the past 15 years. But then I said that about arcane and Redfall exists. So mistakes are made sometimes one more super it <laughs> purple haze. 4564, thank you for the $5 super, says, yo team, what the heck is with this GTA 6 trailer? Is that what we're doing right now? We're releasing trailers a year out, or actually 18 to 24 months. No, no, that's, that's, that's normal. I mean, if you follow, if you follow uh, um, anything by Rockstar, they released generally, it's two years, believe it or not, because I think GTA 5 was two years. Uh, before from the original teaser trailer to the actual release of the game, uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. You remember they released the picture of the, the 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 sunset, and you could see the cowboys lined up in the sunset. That was two years before the game came out, and yeah. then a trailer came out shortly after. And it was with, it was about, I would say, closer to about eighteen months between the first trailer and the release of the game. So this is standard fare for Rockstar. So it doesn't really bother me. Uh, Jason B said something interesting. Dragon's Dogma Two looks good. It does look good. Yeah. Uh, that's one I totally forgot about. Yeah, that game looks amazing. I'm super excited for that. Uh, but yes, as for Rockstar, this is par for the course for them. Yeah, and the weird thing about Rockstar is what we saw today looks ready to go. So they must get things like really ready and then they just go on super polish uh, up to yes. release. But yeah, 18 months. Yes, they do. Now, I'm going to predict that when they say 2025, that they're really hoping they can meet, meet like spring or before summer 2025. And it'll get that six month delay that Rockstar's games always got over the past 15 years. So it'll probably hit if, holiday 2025, hopefully not further. But uh, if yeah. you remember GTA 5, it was supposed to launch in uh, May or June. And then like two weeks before, they delayed it all the way to September. You remember that? Yeah. And then the game ended up launching September 17th. So there you go. And every time I'm like, you know, Max Payne 3, Grand Theft Auto 5, Red Dead 1, Red Dead 2, all those games were always, even Grand Theft Auto 4, when they're there, they're there. And uh, I'm just looking at these pictures, looking at these pictures here of Grand Theft Auto 6 and, oh my gosh, it's going to be so great. Let's take a, a massive uh, shift in gears as I, uh, as I uh, talk about where, how do I turn this thing on right here? Okay. Uh, this thing, I have to start this thing over because this is in the background. So what I did here and Mag will kind of see it delayed as he watches on the feed, but this is Jeff Keighley's game awards trailer. And I painstakingly put in PlayStation without the sound, uh, of all of the, 
representation of PlayStation in this two minute, 43 second trailer. Now we're going to talk about this for a minute, Mag, because Starfield has a whopping 1.5 seconds in this two minute, 43 second trailer. And I say that laughing because it only got nominated for one thing in all of the nominations. So 1.5 seconds seems about right for representation, but PlayStation only had Spider-Man two and then quasi final fantasy 16 that they didn't make and they didn't publish. So the representation of Spider-Man is in here several times, uh, mm-hmm. but it also has a few different nominate. Do you remember how many nominations Spider-Man two got? Uh, like cate- it- how many categories? I'm five? thinking like four. What? I thought it was either four or five. Uh, those are the two that come to mind. It's action game or action adventure. Yeah. I think it's action adventure. Game um, of the year. Game of the year. Um, uh, it, it got. I think it got two for the actors. Um, for Yuri Urenthal and there's there's a Starfield right now, and maybe Venom. I can't remember. But yeah, I think they got four, maybe five nominations, but they're right. in there quite a bit. But looking at this trailer, Jeff Keighley yep. did an amazing job timing it and editing it together and, and having all these these voice lines. Have you watched this, Meg? Yeah, yeah. I'm, and I'm, I'm re-watching it now while we're speaking. So yes, just to get a refresher on it. But yeah, the, you know what? He's doing a great job of promoting the product. You got to give him that. Mm-hmm. You know, any anything else going on around it? You listen. You we're, we're, he's not going to please everybody with everything. And uh, but I mean, I'm still not happy about the Hogwarts thing. I don't care about Starfield and whatever else. And I'm like, okay, you know that that's 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 neither here nor there. The Hogwarts thing is still something that totally upsets me. But getting past that, he's doing a great job of hyping up this show. He's got great people around him. That's that are you know what I mean? That the, the hype machine is moving. Um, this is a tough sell this week though. Uh, considering that Grand Theft Auto literally just sucked all the air out of the room. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I mean, what is it, uh, Monday? So imagine if this. Imagine if that trailer actually launched on the Tuesday. It would have like just kind of completely overtaken every conversation for the entire week as people and podcasts all over the world are literally going to sit there and speculate for like, you know, two hours at a time for the entire week about what's going to be GTA six, what GTA six all about, what's this going to have, what's it, you know what I mean? Like, and all the stuff that you and I talked about. So by doing so that removed a lot of the thunder. However, the stuff that he is working on here is great. I think that the timing is really bad though. I think that was, uh, that was kind of almost a little bit unfair I, like you know what I mean? Like what, I think having, they, like, like Rockstar, having the Grand Rockstar, Theft. Oh yeah. I mean it was they 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 could have launched the trailer a month ago. It's not like they you know what I mean? I I, I don't know. Just me. Like I let mean, Je- I don't let think Jeff Rockstar have his moment. was trying to rock, maybe Rockstar is like, hey, let's get in on the week of the game awards where everyone's all like funneled in and ready. Uh, but I kind of feel bad like for Jeff Keeley. Like he wishes priming- he could make that on his stage. Yeah, like you're priming the audience. I get it because like it's basically, and that was another thing. Like when I made my video tonight, it was basically like awakening the gaming community, right? Because everybody's been kind of in a slumber. I mean, people are at home playing the games, all the all the great games that came out this fall. So everybody's kind of. But in terms of news, it's been awfully quiet, right? So as a result, people are busy playing their games as opposed to talking about games. But mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto kind of reignited that right and it kind of woke everybody up and like i said in my video i'm just sitting there playing one of my arcade cabinets and i i kind of turned my head like a dog like what was that you know what i mean and then all of a sudden we woke up and here we are so 
Yeah, but at the same time, like I said, it awoke in the game community, so get people hyped like as a like a games week for the week for the year. You've got the Grand Theft Auto trailer, and then of course you got the game awards following on Thursday. Uh, maybe the noise will die down by Thursday that Jeff gets the attention that he needs to have the show. I people think are so. still gonna watch it. Yeah, because no. you know, gamers are fickle. They will move on to the next thing very quickly to say, All right, what's next? Two, two day shelf life on on hot news. And then, and then what's next? What's next? What's next? What's right? Yeah, yeah, the Grand Theft Auto being leaked just gave them an extra day of of fire, and then they'll they'll have tomorrow and the next day where everyone's talking about Grand Theft Auto Six like crazy. Um, but the the Game Awards, yeah, I mean they always pull in a lot of viewers, like hundred yeah, oh, yeah. million viewers or something. I don't know. Somebody quoted the number at one point, but it's uh it's a hell of a lot more than the uh, the Academy Awards. And like, yeah, I understand what's his name of that that blue number. Yes, I, it says TGAs will be just fine. I know it's going to yeah, be fine. I'm yeah. just saying, I, it's just it's he's going to have to work extra hard to get that attention back after what Grand Theft Auto just you know basically pulled the whole world into that. Thing. You know what I mean? It's going to be the buzz of the town, right? Yeah. So, um, and looking at this he, thing, he'll man, be fine. There yeah. is a ton of Spider-Man two, and actually quite a bit of of Jedi Survivor, which got like couple, maybe three nominations. I Great I almost game. feel like maybe Jeff sat down and maybe I would have done this too and said, "What has the most representation in the Game Awards twenty twenty three?" And I'll kind of try to give it that. Spider-Man got a lot, so I'll give them five or six segments. Uh, I'll make sure I give Jedi Survivor three segments. Like Diablo was only in there once. Uh, I think Final Fantasy 16 was in there maybe once, maybe twice. It was kind of hard to look because I um, some of the stuff was on there really fast. But um, let me talk about this player's choice thing because Jesus. this is weird. This is weird. The player's choice has been whittled down to these five games. I almost yep. laugh when I look at this. <laughs> it's like... But it's interesting because the player choice is everybody, not not just the panel that some people don't like the panel. This is everybody's vote. Baldur's Gate 3 makes sense. Yeah. Cyberpunk. Right, makes sense. Cyberpunk I, just I, got DLC. Like Cyberpunk had DLC, great that's, DLC. That's stupid. That's uh, that, that's the only one that's I I actually have no problem with the Resident Evil 4 remake because it was an entire game. But it's not in because, this, it's not it got booted out. You no, know, I know, I know, but I'm saying what I'm saying in generalities, I'm just oh, saying, okay. you know, people were bitching about Re Resident Evil 4 uh, being in like a game of the year category, whatever, but it's still a full game. Yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk is literally just a DLC. That's ridiculous. Well, Heartbeat I'll tell you says, why. By the way, it's 103 million viewers. Okay. Yeah. So last, anyway, last I wasn't year, too that's far off. huge. In, in percentage wise, saying 100 million yeah. is pretty good. Hargy's always got the exact number. He's like, let me see. I tattooed it right here. And, um, <laughs> Spider-Man 2 is in there, Tears of the Kingdom, and then Genshin Impact, which makes me sit back and go, huh. That's a weird one, too, because Every, that's, a, that's an ongoing game. That's been going on for like five years. Yeah, and it's got so many people that it's got the popularity vote. I'm like, are there that many fanboys and fangirls of Genshin Impact that they would just barrage the game? Award? Like, you, if you play Genshin Impact... Still, are you really playing Baldur's Gate or Spider-Man or the the latest big hot games that are like supposed to win awards? Uh, I don't want to sound like that guy. Like, why is Genshin Impact in there? I'm like, why is listen? I why yeah. are you doing that? Sorry, Meg. I just want to say, no, why no, are no, you no, bringing no. ongoing games into the player's choice? Thank you. Thank you. It's know, it should be for that year, a game that came out that year. 
that should be, you know what I'm saying? That should be a game that's in contention, not a game that's been out for five years and it's an ongoing game. I get that. It's an ongoing game, but it's still an ongoing game that's been going on for years, not this specific year. Yeah. So you're, you're taking away from people who've released a game this year. You had your chance when you released the game to get, you know what I'm saying? Like to, to have your game of the year award. My keys. What's up? So he was in the chat. He just said, sorry. He had a lot of exclamation marks saying hello to you and I. So I like no, this. Thank name. you. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it, it, yeah, you're exactly right. Like it's like, this is an ongoing game. And the thing is, uh, the other one that didn't make any sense ongoing, how the hell is, is, uh, what's it called there? Uh, cyberpunk an ongoing game just cause it released the DLC. Yeah. So like, can we like Genshin impact is that. That's, Cyberpunk is not that. I don't know. I Game just, of the Year is not Kenshin. I don't know, man. It's crazy. Halo Infinite won Player's Choice Award uh, two years ago, and I just can't believe that Genshin Impact was there with with a popularity vote to kick out something that deserved it. Like, Alan Wake should be in there, right? Everyone's talking about how great that is. And who was it here in the chat? I know I shift gears on screen, but Jesse Spud says, where's Mario in this trailer? Like Mario had like a second and a half of screen time and whatever it's fine it's fine it's player's choice i don't really care the game of the year has never been my favorite except for when it takes two one like i i just don't those don't end up being my favorite game of the year what i've got on screen here which i'll talk about in a little bit but this is halo infinite firefight king of the hill you can see the uh the colored band around in a circle where you have to hold that ground and not let too many enemies come in or they start capturing it a la like early battlefront games and this is four player co-op firefight i got to play this with 343 developers and i can hear loki he wants to come in here if anybody wants to bring him in that's they that's fine he can come in here um he's been doing that lately he wants to come in here and hang out while i'm working or playing um Halo Infinite Firefight, four-player co-op, and, and then you have the circle, and then at a certain point, once it's all captured, it moves to a different part of the map, and it can like intersect a building, and you got to kind of hold that area, and it just gets increasing enemies, and you have weapon drops, and really fun. Played it with the 343 devs and some other content creators, and only played it once, like for a whole hour, and then I didn't have access to it much after that, but um, you'll see this game play on screen while we talk about other news, but I just wanted to kind of give a shout-out to... Uh, 343 and Xbox for giving me that opportunity. So, yeah, and it comes out Thursday? Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Everybody will be able to have the update and play this. And uh, friends out there in the chat, let's party up and play this this week. Um, it's going to be a good time. So, Can I ask a question about Halo? Of course. Um, our, I know that it seems to be on an upswing uh, lately. Are numbers back up? That's what I want to know. Are numbers coming back in? Are people engaging? Oh, Halo is doing really, really well. I don't follow like the, the yeah, I don't follow the engagement numbers. I just hear people saying that there's a lot of people playing it, and it's the the general talk on the internet is that Halo Infinite is doing really well, and people Good. are really happy with where it well, is. Crazy! I know they're happy with it. I know yeah, they're right, happy with play it. it. People that are saying that the game is the game is uh, fantastic now, and this and that, and blah blah blah, like the online or whatever, right? But I wanted to know if engagement was up. Like, is it is that is it actually like is it actually making a dent? Risk it. I see you there, buddy. How you doing? Um, yeah, I just wanted to know if it's actually making a dent now. Like, like people coming back to it. Like, look at look at what just happened with uh, like Fortnite. Holy crap! Forty-four oh, yeah. <laughs> million people over like yeah. what was it in like two days? 
came back to Fortnite, I'm like, yo, Epic yeah. just must be like like Scrooge McDuck. You know when he dives off that diving board into the big pile of money? They they dropped the Peter Griffin crap. character. And you yeah, so you have the cell shaded Peter Griffin, and when he gets downed in the match, he goes and holds his knee like the cartoon. So I'm I'm probably gonna buy that. I haven't been playing Fortnite in a couple months, but you cannot tell me right. that Fortnite is not a great game. Uh oh, right it says Colt, you jumping in back with us for firefight, bro. Absolutely. This weekend we're all gonna play. I can't wait to say what the shunk uh with with, with my boy Red Wolf and uh play with that blue number, infinite, risk it. Peter, everybody, uh, it's gonna be a good time. It, he says, "Mag numbers are back up, mate, and it's good again, but very sweaty." Yeah, I could see that because if you're getting a lot of the hardcore back in, right? So uh, I could totally see that. Yeah, it's crazy, and, and at Halo Infinite should not have afforded this opportunity for them to lose their numbers and have to fight for them back. And I would have rather see this game launch in 2022 after Redfall's debacle and and wait, 2022 was it was a. Uh, yeah, 2022, when, the, when there was nothing out. That's what they should have done. Uh, and that's that problem where I've complained that publishers and developers need to, or publishers and platforms need to stop saying, hey, we need to get our money, get the game out now, because Halo Infinite would have been a better game in 2022. And I think there would have been far less complaints because you can certainly forgive a delay, um, as the saying goes. Um, <laughs> I, I love it. Let me see where we're, where we're at. We got. Web Dave with the two dollar super chat. Uh, shout out to Web, Web Dave. Dave. I'm gonna hook up with him here in a couple of weeks or this Sunday. Yeah, this Sunday. Yeah, crazy. Like on uh, a, like on a date. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go out and get um we're gonna share a okay. pomegranate. Yeah, it's gonna uh, be amazing. Or what are you gonna have for dessert? Do you like hot fudge Sundays? All right. <laughs> oh. Do you like hot fudge Sundays? You like hot fudge Sunday? You like hot fudge Sunday? Yeah! What's up, Web Dave? Uh, you know, are you doing a show? Because you know I was on the I yeah. was on the show with him yeah. last week last week or the week before I did a show with him. It was, it was a lot of fun. I only you know did what? half the show because I can't do the whole show, but you know. Yeah, yeah, he's a good good dude. What kills me about that that lasagna guy, the chef, is that Kenny G music, the background just nails that 1990 like <laughs> achievement unlocked. Yep. Yep. Loki, you want buddy. 90s porn mu- you want 90s porn music? Achievement unlocked. Anyways. Oh. Yeah, you like the lasagna? Um there we go. There's there's Loki. But yeah, my dog's been doing this thing where he's like he barks to get in here. He he walks around, he's like, "Well, there's no food in here." And then he pauses the door, he's like, "I want out." So He's looking he's looking around very judgingly. Like yeah, he is. He's like He's like Ugh. He's like, he's like, like Xbox look at him like he's looking around he's just going ugh look at this guy's setup like this is what a yeah this is cringe what a cringe pc setup what a schlep this I, guy I got, is he's like i'm out of here i got loki around the time right before forza horizon 4 came out that's how old loki is and i was like I oh know. i don't i was like i don't know if i want a dog you know and then once we got him i'm like my friend so no, Gizmo uh, is uh, Gizmo is like those cats live for like 25 years. So like he's going to be around. When I'm going to be a crotchety old bugger. But mind you, so is he. So it's going to be pretty funny watching the two of us get old together. And then Luna is much younger. She's uh, she's just a baby. Yeah, you got to you got to take the moments while you got them with those with those uh, with those animals. Well, you see what even, happens. Look at Yodani Kazada already. I didn't Loki is a what? pony. Oh, <laughs> Loki's a pony. Yeah. Yeah. He'll uh, 
He'll knock the Xbox controller out of my hand and try to put the DualSense 5 in Even there. the animals get judged, eh, these days. Mm -hmm. I play one game on PlayStation. Mag, you pony. I'm like, oh, my yep. God. Web Dave says, Colton Mag, what big surprise do you want at the VGAs? Let's get into uh, let's get into the VGA oh. surprise because Shinobi, who is a oh, he doesn't want to be called an insider, but he talks to people. You know, people talk to people. Well, that's all we'll say. He says that uh, there's something that Xbox fans are going to be really excited about. There's a couple of different things I want to talk about. Let me read the rest of these. There's, there's a couple here. Purple Haze with the five dollars says, "I think Rocksteady Studios should have made a Justice League game, not a suicide game. I think this game might be the first flop." Hint. Alpha. I can't speak on it, Meg, because I played the alpha. Let me just say this because I was listening to Gaz. He's like, I played the alpha, so I'm under NDA. I can't talk about it, but let me use lots of generalizations for eight minutes. And I'm like, Gaz, stop. Sometimes you yeah. play an alpha and you play like yeah. one session and you go, I don't think I want to, I'm, I'm done. I don't think I want to play that. Sometimes, yeah. let me just say, sometimes that happens. And we'll just wait to hear more. Literal Table 756, thank you so much for the Canadian $7. Says, instead of watching the TJ's Live, I'll watch IGN's reveal recap the following morning. No, you will not. You will not give IGN a click. What you'll do is you'll watch my recap the following there morning. You go. There you go. There you go. Then it won't be loaded full of uh, PlayStation's amazing and Xbox sucks. I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know if I'll make a video on that, but um, I think there's there's some really great channels you could watch if you don't want to watch the one with 16 million uh, subscribers. Is that being rude? I'll just say that. No, no, nothing wrong with it. Uh, Hargeet Johnny with the $2. Thank you. Hargeet says, I can't seem to vote for tears of the kingdom in player's voice. I mean, it's there. Uh, it's funny. Yeah. I voted for cyberpunk. When I looked at that list, I'm like, you and I both feel the same about Spider-Man too. That's a great game, yeah. but it's a I mean, great. It's, like, it's a great, mechanically great game. Everything yeah. around it ruined the experience for me. But the great, the game itself is mechanically very sound. Yeah, and it so looks and it looks really great. nice. It, yeah, it looks nice. It plays well. It's excellent. You know, and and uh, I love your the characters. Really both, nice. both characters. Yeah, looks, <laughs> I like I really both like characters. I like hair. Miles and Peter. Wonderful. The tried the lasagna. You know, That's but like favorite. the rest, the, the everything around it was just didn't make me look forward to Spider-Man 3 and not for the reasons some people might think. I'm not going to spoil right. the ending. Uh, right. It's just, uh, I'm just saying, I'm just, if they, if they continue on in that road, I'm just like, no thanks. I, I No thank you. <laughs> yeah, and thank like, goodness just, Wolverine is coming out will be kind of a shift in direction and tone. Oh, well, hopefully, yeah, let's, let's hope. Yeah. I'm, you know, let's see what, uh, where, where that goes. But I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to, mess around with Wolverine. I mean, it'd be so bloody obvious doing so. Like, Spider-Man's a little bit on the fence, but, like, Wolverine is Wolverine. It's right. hardcore or it's nothing. Right. You know what I mean? I know they're going to make fun of it in, like, Deadpool 3, and I already I already know mo a lot of what's going on in the film, um, which, of course, I will not sp speak about because Hollywood, I have more insiders in Hollywood than I do in the gaming industry. Uh, so I, I know everything that's going on there. Um, yeah. The story the is going to be really funny and uh, whatever. So you're going to be cracking jokes, but the game is not going to be Deadpool 3 version of Wolverine, right? So it's no, not going to no. be that at all. Uh, so yeah, like they're going to have to keep it serious. Anyways, carry on. Yeah. Uh, it's funny that they kind of stopped talking about Spider-Man about the same time they stopped talking about Starfield. Maybe they're still talking about Starfield in the wrong way, but... <laughs> Crickets. 
Risk it for the biscuit with the eight dollar oh. Australian super chat. Thank you, that's Risk like it. That's like thirty. That's like thirty cents. Thir- <laughs> yeah, thirty cents in a wallaby. He says, "Colt, would Halo be what it is <laughs> without the drama and management changes? But if it had dropped with Forge, it would have been hundred percent a different story." I'm. He kind of. Um, I don't know when he's if he sent that while I was talking about that or just before. I think I think so. Yeah, it came in when you were talking about it. Yes. Yeah, I mean it. I mean, a lot of people were really mad at me and and my co-host at the time, Gaz, because we were like, just delay it. Just who cares? Put it out a year later. It's not worth it. And people were like, you just wanted to get a good Metacritic. I'm like, no, I just want I just want Xbox to put out a good, well fleshed out game. And then they had to like pretend they weren't firing Bonnie Ross, which is a very difficult thing to talk about when it's a real human being at stake. Right. And, um, f- now there's firefight. Like, I mean, they even should have had firefight at launch and we're seeing, uh, this drip feed of content on force of motorsport and halo. Yeah. It would have been much different story if they <laughs> Loki wants out. If, um, if they had just released the game fully fleshed out, it's so important. Right. Let's talk about that. Um, Let's talk about the what to expect of the Game Awards. Sarah Bond tweeted out a Xbox 360 logo. And uh, I don't know if she really teases things, but I think it's a very real reality. Meg, what do you think the 360 logo has to do with uh, the Game Awards and the Game Pass tweet? Like, do you, have you, you know, followed that? Yeah, you know, I have. I know exactly what, what, what's going on. I'm just wondering, and, and I'm going to tie this into what Web Dave actually asked earlier about what surprise I want to see, uh, or what, what what surprise I would be happy to see, or whatever. I think that a Gears of War collection remade, remade or whatever, or read whatever with uh, with the Unreal Engine Five, that on Game Pass would be absolutely killer. I'm not saying it would drop that day, but like somewhere soon, or announced. They, yeah. Yeah, or announced or something. I think that that would be pretty big. Um, there's there are rumors out there that Gear Six may not may not actually be shown at all. That's what I'm starting to it hear may, too. I'm hearing that I've been hearing that from more than one source saying that actually Gear Six. Uh, maybe may, maybe these guys are wrong because you know there's a lot of misdirection that goes on behind the scenes in order to throw people off the trail, so to speak, right? But I've heard it from some pretty reputable people that Gear Six will not be making a, a, um, a Game Awards um, appearance and it'll be doing yeah. so in the summer at an Xbox game showcase in June, or you know what I mean? Like the, the, the faux E3 as we're calling it. Right. See, so you can call it E3 on this show, Mag. You have yeah, full I guess we can call it E3. Yeah. Cause everybody knows what E3 Ruskin means. says. Mag hundred percent. Stop stealing my ideas though. He agrees with what? you. He agrees with you. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that uh, a Gears Collection announcement that this thing would be great. Um, as for what they're saying, uh, I think Tom, uh, uh, Tom Warren was talking about, he's like, you know, uh, Xbox Game Pass subscribers, uh, pay attention to the Game Awards. Obviously, something's going to shadow drop that day, uh, I think, during the awards. I don't know what it's going to be, but I can't mm-hmm. imagine it being anything monstrous outside of the very outside possibility of Baldur's Gate 3, which you and I discussed, I think, last week or the week before, which yeah. I can't see. Ha- I still can't see happening. But maybe Baldur's Gate 1 and 2. Wasn't that teased pretty, back in August? It's sounding pretty plausible right now, Mag. And a maybe, lot of people are kind of getting on board. Um, Randall Thor and Jez were talking. I talked to Rand behind the scenes a lot about this. And he says, hey, you know, maybe um, Xbox said, here, here's what we project for you to sell when you launch on Xbox Series S and X. 
How about we'll we you. just offer you this much? You can sell a little bit on the console and the rest will be on Game Pass. But here's a lump sum. And and Larian Studios is like thinking, hey, why, that sounds good. Let's just do it. Take, it could be a big if deal. They, if they win Game of the Year, they're going to make sales. I know this is going to contradict what we talked about last week, saying that they won't do that because they're, they're in the driver's seat, right? Not Microsoft. They're in the driver's seat saying, our game's going to win Game of the Year. Pretty much guaranteed at this sure. point. Right. Yeah. And so they've got the leverage, not Microsoft. They're not in a position where like, oh, my God, our game is failing. Let's hope Microsoft <laughs> comes in and gives us a lump sum and we'll throw it on Game Pass so we don't have to worry about it. Right. Yeah. This is not the case. They did well on PC. They did well on PlayStation. And I'm sure they'll do well on Xbox. I know it's a niche game. It's not for everybody in terms of the mechanics. Right. Not everybody's a turn based player. I'm not. Uh, but uh, but the thing is, if you threw it on Game Pass. This is where I'm going to backtrack from what I said last week. I'm going to open the door to the possibility that if they did do that, I would give it a shot. Because, you know, Mooch said it. Shout out to Mooch. where we were. T- uh, he was talking about it the other day, and he was saying, this might be the first time in forever. First time in forever. Uh, sorry, watching a little too much Frozen. Uh, <clears throat> That's impossible. Um, I know. It's, it's impossible. Great movie. Uh do you want to build a snowman after? Hardy uh, says, did, did, did Bal- he's asking, I'm going to say he's asking you, did yes. Baldur's Gate 3 do well on PlayStation? I don't, I don't think. think it did poorly. I don't think it did great, but it, it must have done okay. Although I think we would have heard otherwise. Someone look that up. Someone look up to see if they got sales uh, for that. There's, I doubt there's anything, the- but I'm assuming it didn't do amazing or didn't do. Maybe it didn't do amazing. Maybe it didn't do well. But, and maybe but it won't it do well amazing. on Xbox and they know it. And a lump sum is really attractive. I just think it could yeah, be a reality yeah. for an announcement. Because That's true, too. That's true, too. Today, Xbox told Game Pass subscribers to watch the Game Awards. And I'm like, yes. there's two possibilities for what they could be dropping um, as, I, as I drop Loki down. Uh, what they could be dropping for this uh, announcement, it could be a major ABK... Um, suite of back and pack games maybe they've been working on that uh, throughout the year like maybe modern warfare 3 uh is that is that is that in the cards or is it because this playstation still have the marketing rights and that might not be year? in cards Ch- uh, chat help us out with that one can they drop the the month old modern warfare 3 into game pass or do they have to s- circumvent oh. playstation but there are like 15 or t- a dozen call of duty games that could just drop into game pass now you probably sure, yeah. own all of them you know, um, except for Vanguard Gotham guy. Yes. He just said, what did Mooch say? Matt? Yes. I didn't actually finish that sentence. Mooch oh, said, this may be, this may be the first, sorry. I started singing frozen. That's why he said, this may be the first time in forever. We I never got to it. And I'm going to keep yeah. you from getting to it. Yeah. What did Can you imagine? Say? He said, this may be the first time in forever that I haven't played a game of the year. Oh, oh, okay. Hold on. I was right? like totally because- on a different, different train of thought. While you were talking about that, this will be the I'm first st- this year. What if he's saying Baldur's Gate or? Yes, if Baldur's Gate wins, he'd say it may be one of the first times, in, like in ever, that he hasn't played a game of the year winner. Right, because all the other games are pretty mainstream. Sure. Right? Yeah, I agree. I mean, except for Elden Ring, but Elden Ring, even though it was a, a quote unquote Souls game, it was still an open world. Excuse me, it was an open world game, good like enough that it, you were able. It was still accessible. Right, even though you walked up to a dude and the dude just swung his thing and like just killed you instantly, be like, "All right, 
I'm coming back for you, jerk. In like mm -hmm. seven hours, I'll be back for you. And then you go do all these lower level areas and you build up and you go back. Whereas, you know, when you do the Dark Souls games, you're literally doing like a trench run. You know what I mean? And you're doing it over and over and over. And you know what I mean? Where like where Elden Ring, you were able to explore and build your character and go back. So it was still accessible. So what Mooch was saying is that he was just like, he's like, this may be one of the first times in forever that I've never, I haven't played a game of the year. Uh, a possible winner because it's a very niche kind of game. It's a very PC game, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I'm not you know, super like excited about about trying it either. Shout, shout out to Jez Corden who dropped in here and very hey, generously gave out 10 memberships to Talos Ray, Big Mad Mo, Colin Prime, Nino Vosek, uh, Dr. Dingle Hut, Joshua Erickson, Dex, and True77. Uh, whoops, yes. True Seven Seven is already there, but thank you so much, Jez. Um, now would be a great time. We're about to, to talk about Jez's um, amazing interview with Phil Spencer, which wasn't planned because of what we thought it was. You know, Tim Stewart, the CFO of Microsoft, said we're going to put our games everywhere, and then there's no reason to own a console ever. In in, in so many words, colloquially, but Jez had this interview lined up, and one of the questions he asked was just so expertly timed where everyone's like wondering what's going to happen with the console. Before I get into that, I got to ask you this. What if Mag, what would yes. you do if um, in the very near future, if Xbox makes the announcement, we're excited and pleased to bring Starfield and the experience of Starfield from Bethesda to the PS5 next holiday. Okay, go ahead. Go <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, what, that, that's not going to change. That, that's not going to change people that are in the uh, either in, in the Xbox ecosystem or otherwise. All you're doing is an open, you're opening up the market to somebody else. And what you're doing, in fact, is that you're you're basically following the PlayStation uh, business model of let's have the game exclusively on PlayStation for a while and then not release a day and date on PC. Let's wait six months, eight months, a year. Usually it's about a year. Sure. Let's wait a year later and then open the market to someone else once you've exhausted the sales in that one area, right? So you've exhausted the sales in the PS5 at that point. By a year's time, if you haven't purchased the game either full price or on the many sales that happen throughout the year. You've got uh, Boxing Day in Canada. You've got uh, Black Friday in the United States and Canada. You've got the spring sale, the summer sale, whatever. And so you've got the game at full price and you got the games on sale. If you haven't purchased it within that year, you were never going to buy it to begin with. Okay, so you've exhausted your sales on the one console there you are. And then they open up the market to PC at that point and say, okay, so that what they're doing is they're locking the market to get people into the PlayStation ecosystem, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the thing is with Xbox, you're doing the same thing. So you got the Xbox slash PC ecosystem. You release a game like Starfield. It's out there. People have played it. If the numbers are dwindling and the engagement is down, that means people are basically done with it and moving on. At that point... Why not open up, you know, uh, continue to optimize the game and, and be able to, pro, uh, to have it out for the other console for PS5 and release it later on down the line, a year later? Why not? What difference does it make? You're getting it. If you're an Xbox consumer or a PC consumer on Xbox Game Pass, what difference does it make to you? If you're experiencing, if you've engaged in it on the Xbox Game Pass, what do you care what happens a year from now or six months from now if somebody else gets to play it? That's what super I mean, reasonable people would think, but... I know we, people are insane, Cole. We, we I know people are nuts. 
I mean, I make fun of people for being stuck in the 2010s plastic era of where plastic rules them all. And it's really all about the games. And I, over the past few years, I've started to care less and less about what, what a piece of plastic is going to offer or not. You know, if, if for me, if Starfield runs at 30 frames and I want to play it at 60, I'll load it up on my PC because Xbox allows you to play those games at the cheapest way or the best way possible. Play it on a handheld. And it's crazy to think about it really would. And I'm not trying to like make some type of hint that Starfield would go multi-platform, but everyone was really questioning where Xbox would go if they were truly, according to the CFO, going to go third party because Jez asked Phil, what do you plan to do with Game Pass when it comes to platforms like Nintendo and PlayStation? I should actually pull up. I've got his um, his article here. Um, what he exactly asked, he said, um, because you know, you know how it is when you paraphrase. He says um, one of the biggest things on the fans' minds was CFO saying they were going to bring first party games to PlayStation, Nintendo, and Jez said that many fans are uh, have. A worry about this, that the hardware would no longer exist on Xbox. Phil said, quote, I'll start by saying we have no plans to bring Game Pass to PlayStation or Nintendo. It's not our in our right. plans. But I think yeah. you hit it right on the point of what it means to own an Xbox. And then Phil goes on to say that we want to continue to focus on our platform with the Xbox consoles, PC, and then even being able to play games on Rogue Ally, the Lovo, Lenovo new handheld that's coming up, Steam Deck, etc. Okay? So my question is, what is it really about? Like, why do people truly choose to play or champion the PlayStation or PlayStation five or champion the series X or series S or defend them? Right. And I really think that what we don't, one of the things that we don't address as fans, when we get in discussions online about whose console is better, that it really comes down to two reasons why you play where you play. And people don't want to admit this. The real reason you play on your preferred consoles, because your friends are there and that's where you buy your games. Like you own all of your games there and you want to continue building that library. The other one, yep. Mag, which you would definitely agree with is you would put this way up there in the priority where you have collected your trophies or achievements. Like this is yep. where I've gathered my trophy room of what I've played and how well I've done playing it. Like where yep. does your priority lie with your favorite place to play? And why? Well, that's exactly. Well, you pretty much nailed it on the head. That's exactly. And by, by the way, you were talking about how, you know, people get very defensive. The chat has lost their goddamn minds when I said what I said. Not all of them, but like some people lost Which their part? minds about what I said about talking about like like a year later going onto onto the uh, you know onto the opposing console, like a game like Starfield. I think what people fail to realize is that, for example, is that a year from now. Xboxes are not selling because of Starfield. They've moved on to something else. That's why you wait a year or whatever else. Yeah. No one's buying consoles a year later to play Starfield. Maybe some. Maybe some. But the thing is, you still have the option to do so. Spider-Man right? is the only game that continues to sell PlayStations. Like, God of War doesn't continue to sell PlayStations. Like, that's just an no, anomaly of Spider-Man. Right? It's done. It's done. God of War came out a year ago. It's over. Yeah. So, like, even if they brought God of War to, uh, to to Xbox at this point, okay, great. Then you know what? Then Xbox. Then people who only own an Xbox can go play God of War. Wonderful. You actually open the door to the market. That's all I was getting at. And of course, this is a theoretical question. So everybody, keep your panties on. Uh, anyways, <laughs> it's, a, it's that, hold on. Let me yeah. let me say this before I forget. It's actually very much more likely that when I say 
We're pleased to announce that this Xbox exclusive is coming to PlayStation next holiday. It would be very, it would be more likely that a game that they partnered with from a third party studio on an IP they don't own, don't own, like let's say contraband comes out and it's, it was made for Xbox. They published it, they commissioned it and it's exclusive to Xbox. That would be more likely to say contraband is coming to the PS five, but Phil's said in a couple of different interviews, including partially what he said with Jez's interview, that their games like uh, Halo, Gears, Forza, Avowed, Fable, like their own franchises will remain exclusive to their platform. And Satya said it himself, Mag. Yep. We, we do this because the comp competition does it. Their owned IPs stay on their platform and don't go multi-platform. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, that's the reality. What you asked me was a theoretical question. Right. <laughs> so I, I, I answered it theoretically. People people in the chat, like a, a grunge head, I, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, dude, just calm down, man. We're, but personally, it wouldn't make you mad if Starfield went multi-platform because it wasn't your favorite game of the year, and you play on whatever you play on. Like, yeah, it, but it doesn't go, matter. <laughs> if they brought goes. Psychonauts. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, say so what about Psychonauts? Psychonauts 2 at the PlayStation right now. That How is that going to affect uh, Xbox at this point? Except for possibly getting more engagement that they're no longer getting because the game's been out for two years. Yeah. Hey, uh, Dex in the chat. Dex in the chat says, why are Xbox Series X is selling lower? Uh, past experience? I don't know what he means by past experience, but I just have to remind people that the Series X is barely outselling the Xbox One. But the Xbox One is a console that the general populace in the gaming world said... Do not buy this console. It's got no games. It's more expensive. It's less powerful. Do not buy an Xbox. That was the reality last decade, right? And here the Series X is just a really good platform and console all around. And it's barely outpacing the Xbox One. But that's because since day one, since that console has been out, Microsoft has told you, and Xbox told you, you don't have to have this console. They've basically said, you do not need to buy this console if you want it. It's $300 or it's $500, right? And right now you can get the Series X for $350. Holy shnike. What do you guys um, think of this gameplay anyway of uh, of the... Uh, it's, it's an avenue. The consoles are an avenue yeah. just to be able to access their product, right? We've had this discussion until we turn blue in the face where you're like, okay, well, if you want to play on the Series X, go ahead. You want to play in the S, go ahead. You want to play in your PC, go ahead. You want to play it on the tablet? Your phone, whatever. Go do your thing, play it wherever, and soon to be on smart TVs with a tile. It's going to be accessible. Fine. Yes, cool. But, but like you said all that. Yeah. But, but I think the, the end of that statement is play in all those devices, but buy it from us and, and play it on Xbox Live. Well, like, I think Microsoft that's how they get around that. Company. Yeah. And they're a service based company. We all know that. That's what they do. Right. And so like, like even like when you get things like, you know, your, your Microsoft Word and your Windows and all this other stuff, and then they've got like these subscription services for some of their, you know, Microsoft Office, things like that. This is where they're all leaning towards because that's yeah. longevity, right? That is ongoing engagement. That's engagement that doesn't go on for a month. Those are, those are engagements that go on for years. Their bread and butter is corporations like mine who pay for those subscriptions over hundreds of thousands of employees that work in my corporation, right? And then, and, and, and all the, and all the different things. It's crazy how many people, and they're all using, and what are they all using? Subscriptions, all paid for to Microsoft. Yeah. And that's what they're going to do. They don't care how you get there. They don't care how you get to the party. They just want you to pay to get into the party and pay the cover charge at the door. That's what they want, right? So they don't care how you get to the party. 
just do just pay your 10 bucks at the door and go inside and go party and that 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 that's what it works out my my question is what i'd like to know is what are the engagement numbers compared to console sales last generation like so for example if you have you know however many xbox one sold i can't remember off the top of my head i want to know 40. how many people was that, was that it? Was that it? Yeah. I thought no, it was actually, higher I than think that. that. Yeah, maybe it was almost 60, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. All it's right. It, so let's just say for arguments. Are, like anyway. Yeah. 60. I don't All remember. right. Let's just say 60. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> no, but I mean, my, my question is yeah. now, remember the last generation was all about the consoles because they weren't utilizing the online infrastructure that they have now with cloud gaming and all mm-hmm. this other stuff or whatever, right? And being able to access Game Pass wherever you wherever you have a smart device. I'd like to know how many people are engaged now compared to console sales last gen. So the thing is, if you look at something like that, then you could say, okay, well, console sales are down now. They're not ma- they're not selling as many. Okay, but the, the, but still, are there more people accessing online? Which would mean that you're actually outpacing the last generation, if that's indeed the case. I think their monthly active users are up, uh, even okay. with all of the downturn they've had. Uh, if you guys are enjoying the show, we've had almost about 700 people here. Hit the like button to show your support for the channel. Uh, you know, minimizing the chat and hitting like really helps. It helps to kind of boost our uh, our morale. No, it's just it's it's a good thing to kind of show people what they think of the show and if they're learning something or having a good time. We try to do a little bit of our very limited intelligence. We try to give a little bit of an uh, entertainment to uh, that. That was, I was being really rude to myself. I, I apologize, but no, we really appreciate you guys um, sticking with us and hanging out the show. Hit the like button. Show that support. This is a uh, X episode one twenty eight. So had mag here for quite a while. Really enjoying it. I got a couple supers here. Uh, I wanted to say about Baldur's gate three coming to game pass. Phil said that he wanted to do the family plan and he, the nicest way possible in Jess Corden's interview, he said, we have to do what's right for, uh, I'm, I'm reading this off or saying this off the top of my head. We need to do what's right for our creators and for our customers. And when he says that, he means the partners that say, yeah, you can put our game into game pass for that amount of money. And I think there might be some kickback Meg where some of the, de- the developers or publishers are saying, you're going to share this with like five family members for this much money, but we, we were paid that amount. Like that doesn't seem like you should have offered us more if you're sharing it with five people for just a small amount of money. And I think in a nice way, Phil said, we need to do what's right for our creators being the game developers in game pass and the customers. And I don't remember what the rumored amount was for family game share, but it was a really good deal. If you have three, three or four people you want to share with. So, I think it was twenty five dollars. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, compared to the the fifteen or eighteen, um, yeah, it's. I mean, you get a really good deal for sharing it with up to five family members, and then you have a console share in there as well. So you could really extend that. I think developers probably giving pushback, not kickback, pushback to Phil and the team saying, uh, you know, you only paid us enough to cover that one person not buying the game. So. Uh, that's kind of where I wanted to get there with the, with the Baldur's gate three and their expectations. My keys. Thank you so much for the $5 super chat. He says, always look forward to catch you guys live with the ecstasy podcast really does feel like a cool community for gamers. Thank you so much to you both. And he said, and then he mentions Gaz, that slime ball who's been hiding while he builds up his new channel. But, uh, Megan, I really appreciate it. My keys because the chat over here on this side of my screen 
really lends to us having a good hangout is I feel like sometimes, you know, Meg, we're all kind of gathered in the family room and just talking games yeah, for a couple hours. That's it. That's what we do, man. We're just having fun and just, you know, shooting the breeze, having a good time, not mm-hmm. taking everything, too, not taking things too seriously and whatever. Like we're just doing whatever, man. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, this is a hobby. I know it's, I know it's a career for a lot of people and whatever else, but at the same time for us, at least specifically, this is something that's supposed to bring us joy outside of, <laughs> you know, the work, you know, yeah, the, the grind of the, the daily grind, the work, the everything else, the nonsense, the fighting, the like the all, hey, the, all the crazy. Yeah. The, hey, brother, the, the cream of the crop. Yeah. We'll break um, your back, meatball. <laughs> hey, freak show. I got you for three minutes. Yeah. Bonesaw's going to cut you. Yeah. yeah. I saw a, I saw a meme of that Spider-Man clip of where, uh, that's Macho Man Savage playing that character, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, it's like a meme, like when when I tried to corner my wife, you know, into the bedroom. I got you for three minutes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Spider, thank you so much for the NOK KR100, which I think is uh, a Norwegian currency, which is awesome. He says Norwegian krona. Yes. I love it. I listen- I listen to Midnight's Edge, so it's run by a Norwegian, so they know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm one-eighth yeah. Norwegian, you know, so I'm very, very, very proud to hear ah, that. Norwegian yeah. Krona, yes. Thank you, my friend. Yes, yes. thank you Carry so much. On. He says, it's Baldur's Gate just, 3 yeah. on Game Pass, or is that launching the day of the show? Uh, we know it's launching in December. Uh, I'll stop his chat there and say, it's probably very likely that Baldur's Gate is launching the week of the Game Awards. Like, that, that the release date will be announced. It'll be like... a. It'll be that Thursday or that Friday. He says, and they're announcing the release date of the show. Microsoft has some money to throw around. Yes. Last like we said last week, like the Xbox tax thing, like instead of making excuses, ask Microsoft to throw that money at the problem and say, Hey, fill in the gaps while you're waiting for the other stuff to, you know, to kick butt, throw some money at Larry's studio. We haven't in game pass. We haven't been saying that forever. What? Right here, right? Jeez. Yeah, we've been like we've been saying it forever. Yep. Travis Vernon, what are you saying over there? He's like, "There's a booger in your nose." You better not be talking to any of us. Me? Now I'm gonna be. Te- now I'm gonna be checking. On your nose? There's nothing here, man. Can you imagine? I remember one one show I had Rand on here that slime ball, and I said the games are spectacular, and a big piece of spit flew, and he goes, "Did you guys just see that spit fly?" I'm like. Rand, you don't have to put a spotlight on a spotlight on it. You know what the thing is, though, and what and and you know what we couldn't see what Rand's doing because he refuses to turn on the camera. That lying sack of shizniz that <laughs> said he would have a camera and be on camera after hundred thousand subs. Now a hundred thousand subs after a hundred thousand means anything. So yeah, in nine years when uh, Fable comes out, you'll have that camera. What just happened? He's like, Mag, you sound like you have the coronavirus. I did. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask early in the show, how long were you out? Like, when did you kind of recover? How long? How many days? No, no, no. Only a couple days. It was like a couple. By Friday, uh, by, no, I took Thursday. I worked Tuesday, Wednesday sick. I didn't even know. I mean, I knew I was not well, but I didn't, I didn't know I was positive. But after Wednesday at work, I was like, I'm going to take a test. So I took a test on Wednesday, and I tested positive, and because of where I work, I cannot I cannot be in the building. So mm-hmm. I took Thursday, Friday off. I was back to work Saturday. And I work Saturday. I work Sunday. I work today. And uh, I'm working the rest of the week. So, yeah, no, I'm fine. It's just, uh, just a little bit. Just, you know, just getting over that congestion. But whatever. Yes! <laughs> two days. Only two days could stop the great mag 
Um, oh, where was I? There we go. Matt McDonald Media. Matt McDonald Media, where we bring you all of the great super chats from the Canadian $5. Thank you so much, Matt McDonald Media, for the little bit of Have you tried the lasagna? It's my favorite. Give me that. Thank you. Yeah. I was gonna give me text. That. I'm gonna text you tomorrow. Give me that. He yeah, says give me that. <laughs> that guy's such a jerk. That guy Frank with the tucked in shirt and the and the mustache. Give me that. You like uh, hot fudge Sundays? All right. All right. Yep. Nate the Hate, he says, Matt McDonald Media. Nate the Hate stayed in his podcast today with MVG, Modern Vintage Gamer. Good dude. He says that Arcane are announcing their new game at the Game Awards. Dishonored three, perhaps you dudes rock. I I did not have oh, an arcane that, announcement. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I didn't I didn't have an arcane announcement in, in the cards. However, I did hear that Dishonored three is well in well into production. From arcane Leon. What do you mean I'm gonna? Oh, <laughs> I thought you were asking for my source. I'm like, you're like from, and I'm like, I'm not gonna say that on the air. What the hell, Cole? <laughs> from I, have, I got to keep those guys in check. I can't, you know. I can't, oh, I, I love can't if you were like, source, source, yeah, source. source. And I'm like, yeah, th- we're not going to tell you the source. Uh, somebody was like, I, I used a quote from the CEO of PlayStation saying that console sales are niche. He's like, source. I'm like, PlayStation. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, we got Nintendo, Nintendo. I apologize. He says, Nintendo, Nintendo, the otaku. I don't know why I didn't say his name properly today. Thank you for the super. He says, Xbox at the end of the TGA, quote, every game available on Xbox that's nominated for an award will now be on Game Pass starting today. That would guarantee subs. Yeah, I, sure. I can't imagine them putting Alan Wake on there right away. Oh, no, God, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. But that, that's like some next level. Spartan661, what's up, dude? Um, no, 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 that's, uh, that, that'd be way too much. That's, that's unrealistic. I, I mean, it's fun to even speculate and have a good time and think about it, but yeah, that's, that's a little excessive. I mean, Xbox has a, had a lot of, uh, well-loved or nominated games in game pass, like sea of stars, uh, didn't get much love throughout the, uh, the whole thing. Uh, welcome Matthew yeah. Barrows. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what? I thought I heard. Yeah. Or something. No, I just went, yeah, like, yeah, like that. that's, yeah. I was agreeing with you. <laughs> I just heard it on the periphery. I'm like, what happened? I thought it was that Frank guy. Give me that. <laughs> yeah, Matthew Barrios, welcome. Uh, Dexatron, welcome to the early channel membership. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really want to know what this thing is that, that Shinobi is teasing that is an Xbox big announcement or something that Xbox fans are going to be excited about. Especially Nick was talking about some arcade game. That was really well loved. And when I heard that, I'm like, no, no. The last thing Xbox needs is a small, well-loved game. Like, they need big. They need big, big, strong game. Big, strong game. It's going to be Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair is coming to Game Pass this Thursday right after the show. It's going to shadow drop into Game Pass. Oh, my god! Get ready for it, folks. You heard it here. You heard it here first. Yeah, people are talking about Hexen making a big return. I would be like... Great. And I know people love there's there's this games that people love like Castle Crashers, Hexen, like the uh, uh, Geometry Wars and stuff and I'm like, yeah, go for it. Uh yeah, did you try the lasagna? Yes, I, I yeah, I I already went to math. Uh, I already had math class in school. I don't need to do it again. So you tried the lasagna? Yeah. It's my favorite. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> yes, carry on, really really gets me going. I know. In, in times. 
<laughs> I actually watched that whole thing where it's just like, now don't forget the little kids too. Somebody like remixed it. And then he said something rude to a kid. Kid came up with a, yeah, but, uh, yeah. Matthew Barrow says they brought back Hexen. I would open my wallet. Yeah. I mean, Drew Iron Lakes is Viva Pinata laugh out loud. Just make something big. Do something big. Like they need something. Didn't Cognito always say that hashtag just one? Yeah. You need that you need that one that you need the one that basically cracks the 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 the, the, the general audience, the general public, the 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 normies. You need something nor- to crack the normies. So you need to get to the normies. If you can get to the normies, you made it. We all know what goes on screen that the general populace will go, wow. And, you know, like a a niche classic like Hexen isn't going to make everybody turn their head and look, especially with the Grand Theft Auto reveal this week. But um, I don't know if it's going to be Indiana Jones. Like that, I think that would be a good time to show the game. I don't, I don't think it's Hellblade. Um, a source I was talking to says it's definitely something that we've never seen before. Like it's, it's, I guess it's supposed to be a new announcement. A whole, like here's some game you didn't know was in development coming out in the next two years. So I don't know what to say to that other than thank you guys so much for being here. We've hit the two hour mark and I had a really good time tonight, Mag. I had a great time today. We had we we had some <laughs> we had some great people in the chat tonight. I know I know I throw shade at you guys. I'm just having fun. We're all just having fun. We're all having a good time. I, I appreciate every single last one of you that show up to this show every single week to come and listen to us. Uh, like I said, to, to talk the talk and shoot the breeze. So we're doing our thing, and uh, and I'm enjoying every minute of it. And what a great day for uh, for a news drop. It was wonderful. And I can guarantee you, next week we're going to be talking about the aftermath, the post mortem, so to speak, of the game awards i look forward to that and uh we will talk uh we will continue to talk and what's going to come and i've and, and of course we're going to have all of those reveals and we're going to have some nailed down dates for 2024 proper i know someone was in the chat freaking out because i i didn't you know i was saying that uh about hellblade and then I'm, they're like yeah it's coming soon phil's version of coming soon could be six months could be uh, another two years we don't know so i'm just saying when Stalker i get two is supposed date, to come out by like february or something as well but I've heard mixed mixed uh, reception on that. That's what I'm saying. Until I get dates, I, this goes back to two hours ago when we are talking about our most anticipated games of 2024. I'm not going to say yes to any of those games until I got a date, right? So, you know, when we get at the end of the Game Awards, we're going to get dates. I guarantee it. We're going to get all those things. We're going to get more reveals, and we're going to have a lot to talk about next week in terms of, like I said, the postmortem of what happened after the show. So I look forward to that. It was a great show tonight. Chat, you guys were amazing. And uh, everybody listening to it after the fact on YouTube and Spotify, uh, enjoy. uh, please enjoy our show. And we're glad that you guys keep coming uh, week after week to come check us out. Colt, thank you very much, brother. We're all going to have yourselves a great evening, and we'll see you all next week. Yeah, we appreciate it. A couple of supers that came in. Thanks, Hargeet, for uh, reminding me. Because uh, I didn't refresh this, the old sucker there. How are you, Johnny, with a $10 super chat in the blazing yeah. goldenrod yellow? He says, not official, but based on completion data from Larian Studios and Steam sales numbers, Baldur's Gate 3 has a total of around 7.5 to 8 million copies. PC was 5.2 million official from August, should be over 6 to 7 million on PC. So according to Hargeet's calculations, PS5 sold less than 1 million copies of Baldur's Gate 3. And I would assume that Xbox would sell 
less than half a million copies if that number is so. accurate yeah. right that's that's not bad for play like that's not bad for coming out like for playstation getting about a million copies in there it's not great but it's not horrifying considering that on that specific ecosystem they had marketing for call of duty they had spider-man coming out all fighting for attention you had people uh playing starfield uh at the same time that it came out right didn't it come out the same week as starfield if i'm not mistaken yeah i think it did yeah okay so. so you had all the all those that's not bad if they if they were able to squeeze a million um copies out of there and let's not forget if it wins game of the year there'll be a there'll be a slight boost Yes, in there sale. will. Yeah, there will. So be. not not bad. So you know what? I would that being the case, if they're if they're gonna sell about five hundred to let's say five to six hundred thousand copies on Xbox, that's affordable for Microsoft to go to them and say, listen, we'll give you the equivalent of six hundred thousand copies. You yeah, know what or, I'm saying? or a little extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, a little extra there, for right. your pockets. Go buy yourself an ice cream. Now, you know what I mean? Like you know, like your grandma does. Here's twenty dollars. Go buy yourself an you ice like cream. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, somebody could do the could do the math if they're listening to the show on demand. But like, if Xbox says we project that that will sell three hundred fifty thousand copies of Baldur's Gate three, so we're going to give you that times sure. seventy dollars uh, as a lump sum, and then you'll sell some. Uh, plus, you'll have this lump sum in Game Pass. Hargy adds another super chat and says, also as I've been saying, Phil confirmed they spent one billion dollars a year for third party deals on Game Pass. So, which we know they they make at least three billion in revenue on Game Pass, and they're right. pumping in one billion, but that doesn't include their studios. But um, yeah, I think they're doing okay, and I think Xbox can afford to be a little more aggressive with that. One last super chat is from Red Wolf for two dollars. He says, "Revive me, Anya." The other night, he asked me, <laughs> he asked me to help him beat the final boss in Wolfenstein Youngblood. And I beat oh. that game in 2019 with dealer gaming and co-op. We played the whole game. And once I got to the boss, I'm like, oh, yes, I remember this. It's ridiculously sucky. You're on a small platform with four towers that you can go up. And the guy's on a jet pack. And jets fly overhead and barrage and just nuke you. It's the most ridiculous boss fight. And he's like, Colt, just play it it'll take us five minutes and so i reinstall the whole game we played it i hope he's still here right now while i tell the story but holly was in the chat with us that blue number and she listened to us rage for an hour and a half while we fought this seven minute battle over and over and over and then finally at the very last moment he was down across the map i ran over and revived him and revive me on you uh, Wolfenstein Young Blood. The guy was standing right there up on the top bridge, and I just jumped up and pointed at him and just shot as I fell down so I wouldn't get hit. And at kill shot, he he unlocked the achievement. Yay! It was like 5% of all gamers have on Xbox have beaten this final boss in Wolfenstein Young Blood, which is such a mid game. But yeah, he's there. He says it was horrible, but an amazing way we did finish it. It was like 2 30 in the morning for him, and he was uh he started to get sick and he was super tired. And uh, Xbox has no games. It was a great day. So you know what? Speaking of doing that, uh, now that you mentioned that, <clears throat> I've already got the thousand out of a thousand for Modern Warfare Two on Xbox. Um, I've gone back because I got I got I got uh, Modern Warfare Three for free on PS Five. However, here's something that really pisses me off: is that they put the trophy list with no platinum. By the way, 
but they put it as a DLC. That's a surprise. They put it as a DLC under the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 um, trophy list, right? So the thing is, I don't have Modern Warfare 2 on PlayStation 5 because I played it on Xbox, right? So now I'm I'm looking for a used copy of Modern Warfare 2 because I want to get that Platinum because the Platinum will show up on the Modern Warfare 2 slash Modern Warfare T. Yes, 3. So it's going to show up on my list, and it's like I said, it's going to piss me off because I like to have all my Platinum trophies. Um, and so I'm like, now I got to go back and they have this, this co-op section where you have to play online co-op with someone to do these three, like open area missions, whatever. And so now I got to go back and I got to go find someone to boost the, uh, boost the trophies with. So if anybody wants to play online co-op with me, I'm on for two wins. When I pick it up in the next week or so, I want to get those trophies on that. And then the rest of it is single player, single player I could do on my own. And then go back and do Modern Warfare. So I get it. I get it. So like now I got to find somebody who wants to go back and actually do that yeah, with and, you, right? and Red's being like trophies. such a he's being such a stickler. He wants he has this list he's put out of all these games he wants to finish. And w- when we were losing this boss, I kept saying over and over, like, bro, just consider it done. Like, consider that we beat it. I'll tell you the ending. Like, and he's like, no, no, I, I have to do it. Um, and we did. And anybody want to do that with me? By the way, the Modern Warfare Two thing. Reach out to me. Uh, DM me. I'm 100 percent want to do it. Uh, it's it's the co- there's a, there's an online co-op section. We have to do these open missions, and you have to get three stars on them. Uh, it's actually really difficult. But again, I did it on Xbox, and it was no problem uh, with some good with a good player. But uh, uh, yeah. like I said, PlayStation, I never owned it, so I'm like, well, now I got to get it because I can't leave that open ended. And whoever's stupid ass idea was that to not put a platinum trophy of Modern Warfare Three. You charge full price, but you don't put a separate trophy list. Come yeah. on, man, get it together. I'm looking at Bobby you right Kote. in the camera. It was, it was Bobby's idea. Uh, sh- shout well, out to Phil's now. <laughs> shout it's out to Phil's now, isn't it? <laughs> but throw some money at it, Phil. Shout out to 500 people listening to us talk about this, and shout out to friends that have played games and and we that have helped each other get those final bosses taken care of. We appreciate that. Uh, one last super is from uh, where is it? It's over here. It's from Ryan. He says, what's going on with Toto Hydra? And I think Ryan's referring to um, a great podcast I listen to every two weeks called Tape Heads. My brother runs this podcast. It's audio only. And they talk about, it's so great. I should have plugged this earlier on in the show. But they, they talk for 45 minutes about 80s and 90s music. They talk about like the lead up of 80s music to hair metal into 90s music and kind of shying away from the grunge scene. And the music that they grew up on, and you'll get some really great insights because they're both incredible musicians that do the show, my brother and his best friend. Check out Tapeheads on Spotify Podcast. It's a great listen when you're driving. They play the segments of the songs while they're talking about them. They just broke down Rosanna by Toto, which is one of my all-time favorite songs. They they played the isolated drums, isolated guitar. They talked about how they wrote the song and recorded it. So that stuff's really cool. If you're still in the vibe of 80s music and getting ready to play Grand Theft Auto in two years, uh, that's that would be your jam. Let me make sure I've got yeah, everything man. buttoned up. You got one more. Move. You got one more. One Let more just get, came in. Right here from Spider again. I love that name. He says... Modern Warfare 2 has crossplay, doesn't it? Play with some oh, Xbox yeah. players. That's probably true. I don't know if you like can do me. crossplay in the campaign 
which is that, so that's what you're asking about. No, right? no, it's not. No, no, it's not campaign. It's a, it's a co-op mode. It's completely separate from the campaign. There's yeah, the campaign multiplayer, and then there's a co-op section. We have to do the, these little side missions. Yeah, dude, hit me up, man. I, I'm always around. If, if if it works, it works. But I gotta buy the game first. So maybe maybe uh, check Jeez. me out in a week. Re but I, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Please reach out to Meg. His his handle is in the. I description. am the Meg. Yeah, I am the mag. I am the mag. It's the same everywhere. Um, Red Wolf knows an her. actual. Yeah. Red Wolf knows an actual tidbit, uh, which yeah. makes me very super proud of him since he's my son. He says the lead singer of Toto is the son of John Williams, the Star Wars composer. Whoa! Yes. Get out of here. The lead singer for Toto is Joseph Williams. I met him ten years ago uh, backstage at one of their concerts. I, I've been a fan of these guys since I was 16. And 10 years ago, I was standing there talking to him about vocals because when he was touring in like 88, he completely thrashed his voice and had to stop touring with the band and they fired him. And now he's working with a vocal coach and singing. Excellent. I was, I was standing there talking wow. to one of my absolute singing idols about about music it was amazing and also met the the lead guitarist who's a steve luther's amazing but yeah uh <laughs> red wolf shout out you for knowing that T total's one of my all-time favorites you guys are amazing this is the ecstasy podcast episode 128 it will be on demand i wanted to say really quick that i'm doing some different things on the podcast and i hope you're okay with it if not you don't have to check it out but what i'm going to be doing mag and what i've done is when yep. I make a production video on my YouTube channel, I'm going to upload an audio and video version of that to the podcast platform. So if you're in your car and you want to see what's up with, with X and C, the other day you can listen to the 14-minute audio segment of me reading Phil's quotes in the interview from Jess Corden and a little bit of conversation that goes along with that. So you've got the X and C podcast that runs like two hours, and then every week you should get one 12 to 14 minute segment, which are kind of like Xbox news breaks. And you can actually watch the video or listen to it there. And it's just kind of an extra way to, if I don't want to, you know, not everybody can have YouTube premium where you can watch a video in standby mode with your phone off. Like this is a way to just check out the news uh, without getting it in one place. So we're just trying to kind of expand that. But Meg, I really appreciate you. I've done oh, a lot of talking. Hold on. My <laughs> we, we've done a lot of talking. You got one last thing to say. Highlander saying that we missed his member chat. I just found it. You want uh, me to read it? Oh, yeah. If you found it, yeah. Go for I it. I found it. It's Highlander 001, a member for 17 months. Thank you very much, my friend. And he says, great show as always. As an Xbox fan, I only care that games are good and do care where people play them. I want WoW. That's World of Warcraft for anybody who doesn't know. On console, that's all I care for. All right. Awesome. We didn't miss it. I caught you Thank at the you. end. Sorry, brother. Thank you. <laughs> Meg is like, he's the best co-host that could ever be. JW Universe, welcome to the channel membership. We had um, about 12 people join today, and that's really awesome. Appreciate you guys keep the studio lights on. And and Loki, if you saw him on the on the, on the the feed today, keeps him fed. He's a, he's a food demon. We're going to get out of here. Thank you so much, everybody. Meg, what, what are you going to play the rest of the week? What's that one game that you're jumping on? I'm going to be playing Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, and I'm going to see awesome. if I can secure myself a copy of that Modern Warfare 2 so I can uh, go after that completion after I'm done After I'm done Tiny Tina's. And then as soon as my wife uh, has some free time during the holidays, close to the holidays, back to Alan Wake 2, baby. Yeah, baby. Awesome. Yeah, it's a good time. Enjoy it, everybody. We're going to get out of here. We'll see you next week. Keep an eye on the channel. Hopefully, I make some content. You guys are amazing. Hit the like button on the way out. It keeps us alive. We will see you later. Mag, I'll talk to you soon. Later, guys.